I had seen the beat last night. So obvious I was inside of his head. Was messing with his mind. He was on the run. He got so lucky last night. Cena got so lucky. He knows it. Of course, John Cena. Of course he got, got lucky. lucky. Of course he got lucky. Of course he got lucky. <laughs> but tonight, John Cena's luck runs out. You see, Chris, you deserve a rematch. And not only do you deserve a rematch, you deserve to be the WWE champion. Which is why tonight, on Eric Bischoff's Monday Night Raw, <laughs> oh, you're going to get a rematch, all right. But not just any rematch. See, this rematch is not only going to be for the WWE title, well, let me put it to you this way. <laughs> After you defeat John Cena in the first ever Your Fired match, I'm going to fire the loser, John Cena. Get it? <laughs> Oh, Mr. Bischoff, you are a genius. Tonight is going to be our night. I guarantee it. In fact, I'm going to be down at ringside during the match, just, well, just to observe. <laughs> and to crown the new WWE champion, Chris Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> the new champion. Ruthless aggression. I will sit right here and bide my time. As long as it takes to get what's mine. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 91 of the RE Era podcast, the only place where we decipher and dictate the era that rose out of the ashes of attitude and delivered us a network representative, as it's time to unicycle towards our next pay-per-view, Unforgiven 2005. Ding, as ding, always, ding. I am Dave, and as always, joining me is big, sexy Michael Rag, the HR guy. Looks like every HR <laughs> comes ever made. I'm from HR, of course you are, dickhead. <laughs> Why? I don't get it. I really don't. PC. No, but I don't get it. It's, it's like we're bringing back the right to centre gimmick for five years later, six years later or whatever. Yeah. But yeah it's, it's just, it's yeah, like, oh no, the network doesn't want bra and panties. I, I, bet they do, I bet they do. 100% the network wants bra and panties. The men, the men at the network, they want the bra and panties. It's... The women and their ah, wives. Ah, it's so, the Karens. Ah, so 2005 WWE is a bit more woke than we realise. <laughs> this is where woke, woke was starting out. Because all the adults back then were kids back in the yeah. 80s, 90s. Yes, yes. Yeah, very true, very true. So, last time we were here, SummerSlam 2005, quite the pay-per-view. Decent. Quite the pay-per-view. Summit matches weren't... Yeah, what they, yeah been. they weren't all five-star. Yeah, they weren't all five-stars. 
Um, so obviously on the Raw brand, we're now building towards our next pay-per-view, which is Unforgiven. On the SmackDown side, we're building towards... No Mercy. No Mercy, yes. But obviously they've got six, Nothing seven month. weeks for it to go. Hence why they have the pay-per-view worthy SmackDown with the first well, one on the Friday. The network premiere. Yeah, of course. On uh, of the course. new channel, on of New course. Night, of Friday course. night. But that is SmackDown. Let's get on with Monday Night Raw. It's the night after SummerSlam. It's the 22nd of August, 2005. We're in the Hampton Coliseum in Hampton, Virginia, with just over 7,500 people in attendance. Uh, we're seeing a, a recap of last night's uh, SummerSlam, but on the, the Raw side. Uh, Shawn Michaels comes out. He says, I don't like to admit it, but Hogan was the better man last night. He was cat-like, which straight away made me go, ah, oh, wow. <laughs> Sean was just sick of the piss. And he said, Hogan has too much athletic prowess for Sean to figure out. Uh, but with that out of the way, it's time to get back to reality, uh, which is Hogan has flown back to Florida and he's only going to come back when he's got a few quid in his pocket. <laughs> exactly. That's um, Hogan all through and through there. Oh, 100%. Yeah, but is that not them all through and through? Would any of them do it for free? And if they're going to pay you... They say they <laughs> Uh, Sean notes he says he's out here tonight and he's going to give the fans what they want uh, that would be the showstopper but here comes a shit Lex Luger time for a test I think do you know what I mean he's had jobbers he's had Master yeah, Lock let's bollocks. put him against, let's an, put actual him against star. an actual star Masters he talks about admiring Sean since he was a little little kid because obviously Sean's ha ah, lol old um, he says there's a ladder around here and people like Sean are at the top and people like Masters are down at the bottom uh, but it can get a little hard to breathe at the top and then Masters is like well yeah it's a bit thin do you know what I mean top of the ladder yeah. <laughs> you're old can, and you're going bold and I can relate to both <laughs> Sean's like yeah it's true <laughs> I kind of get you um, Sean then slaps him and we have a bit of a fight Sean forearms him out of the ring um, but yeah this, for me that's a test now for Masters so yeah. I mean, we've gone through the jobbers we've gone through the just the national challenges let's give you an actual credible yeah. superstar let's see if you actually are any good yeah do you know what I mean uh, we see backstage Chris Jericho. He's pissed off with last night, but he's ready to face Cena tonight once more. And Bischoff says tonight's match is not just for the title. It's got even bigger, bigger stakes on the line as the loser gets fired. And obviously we spoke about this on last yeah. episode. Jericho obviously loses, spoiler alert, because he's off to go and be a rock star. Try. <laughs> Up next... Match of the night, match of the show, match of the episode. Match of the build. Yeah, Shelton Benjamin versus Kurt Angle, a nice little... Uh, Student versus teacher. Yeah, Team Angle reunion. Shelton, he suplexes Angle down to start, a waist lock's counted into a wrist lock. They go to the ropes, Angle kicks him in the ribs, puts on an armbar. That gets broken up, Shelton gets to his feet, springboards into a roll to escape, which was a great little spot. Mm. Like, this is like, like, whatever Shelton's done, whoever he pissed off over the last few weeks... I hope now he's, he's happy again. Like, obviously Lolly loses, but do you know what I mean? Is he still... Because they're putting him against Angle, and yeah. he doesn't... Angle doesn't wipe the floor with him. Do you know what I mean? It is a bit... 60-40. because Angle has that respect for Shelton because of the time in Team Angle together. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Angle probably like, mate, we're the first match yeah. after SummerSlam. Yeah. You're losing, Let's but you're not losing. Fucking tear it down. Yeah. You're not losing badly. I know what you can do. I know what I can do. Let's fucking show everybody what to do. 100%. Uh, Shelton goes up top, but Angle runs the ropes for the belly to belly. Um, Angle Slang gets countered into a fucking mint DDT. Like Top J notch that. JR loses his shit. The fat lady's not singing yet. It's gone. Well, that was vintage Kurt Angle. Who does Shelton Benjamin think he is? Stay down. What a phenomenal match to start off raw. That belly to belly suplex on the top. It's over now. Well, Kurt Angle certainly brings out the best 
and everybody he takes on. The fat lady has sung, or she's warming up, because the straps have come down, and Kurt is about to get vicious. Angle slam! Oh, no, wait, what? Wait a minute. DDT! The fat lady's not singing. She's eating a donut. Oh, no! She's going to win it here. The arm is on the People losing his shit. Oh, a great counter. <laughs> um, Shelton gets, goes to the exploder, but Angle reverses it into the ankle lock. Great behind locks on. Shelton taps. After the match, Angle, he gets on his chair. Fucking put that medal around my, my, my neck. Love this gimmick. Uh, Angle's living that moment when he got awarded gold medal at the Olympics every goddamn night he wrestles. Nine years ago. <laughs> nine years later, he's still he's, living it. In his mind, it's that final every single time he's out in the ring. It's a great, great gimmick. Speaking of um, great gimmicks, some may say, <laughs> Kerwin White's backstage. Um, and he's, he's in his golf cart and he brags about being the spokesman for middle class America. Um, he says he saw Shelton Benjamin lose to polite applause. Shelton may be a great athlete, but he's never going to be one of us. Because Shelton Benjamin is, a, is not white. <laughs> and if it's not white, it's, it's not, not right. Kerwin White. Vince. He loves a racism gimmick. What is it with Vince and racism gimmicks? Do you know what I mean? So, like, you've got this, which is quite clearly a racism. Is it a racism gimmick, though? Because it's a kind of, it's a non-white guy being, taking, saying, like, you're not white, but Chavo's also not fully Caucasian. He's, he's, he's more he's, Caucasian Hispanic. than I mean, he's a, he's Oh, no, of course, hell, of course he is. <laughs> Barack Obama's more Caucasian than Charlotte Benjamin. <laughs> but Vince just loves her fucking like... So, think do-rag Vince. Is that yep. a racism gimmick? What up? <laughs> exactly. X-Pac. When X-Pac... is Mark Henry. Mark Henry. That's a racism. Mania 19. Mania, there you go, people like you. Right. But he also loves like the opposite side. We had Reich. And Heyman, let's put a frozen Nazi with a Jew. <laughs> yeah. but that sort of stuff doesn't bother Vince. Vince doesn't, he's clearly not bothered. But, is Akeem racist? Yeah. Ooh. Well, yeah. You've got one man, one man gang, it? the whitest white man in America, biker America, who pretends that he's from, like, middle Africa. But, but, <laughs> but that does that make Paul, African, Pirate Paul Birchall racist? Because he's pretending to be someone from the Virgin Islands, is that not, not from... London. I don't, I don't know. I feel like you're treading Clashing a fine line there of racism. Yeah, yeah. Is that more of a? I don't know. Is that a, a nationist? You're a fucking because you've got obviously you've got a racialist when you don't like the color of one man's pigment. You've got xenophobia when you don't like the color of one man's fucking reading book. <laughs> so is it? Are you a nationist? If like nationalist, nationalist. No, no. That's like BMP, isn't it? <laughs> Same shit. Isn't it? Oh. One out, all out. <laughs> Well, yeah, Vince is a racist. Eh? Vince loves a ha lol. Roddy Piper, Bad News Brown, Res uh, SummerSlam WrestleMania years and years ago. WrestleMania. The half white, half black face. Yeah, with actual paint. Not you know, body <laughs> paint. <laughs> yeah, Vince is a racist, and so it looks like uh, Chavo Guerrero, Shelton Benjamin's his target, it seems, because he's black. Maybe Shelton's <laughs> getting some on TV. Is that the right summit you want to be getting, though? I'm in a feud with a Mexican guy because he says, hi, you're black. A feud with a member of the Guerrero family. Oh, Danny clutching at straws. It's Chavo. <laughs> He's not the worst. Chavo. He's not Hector. 
I, I don't I'd prefer it to be a, why, what was, Gobbledygooker Gory is that another one was there a Gory Guerrero yeah yeah, yeah. That, that was the dad oh is that the well, dad Eddie's dad Eddie's dad um, we're still backstage uh, we see Maria she's adjusting a shoe and Snitsky is having a little feel and he's like people around here call me a pervert I'm not a pervert I just like toes and then Big Show comes off oi nonce piss off <laughs> Right, so I got it. Rose Hobbs. Where's Triple H? Why is Rose so weird? Because Triple H is on bed rest after giving Stephanie the goods. Yeah, yes, yes. Up next, a man that is in desperate need of a victory. Matt Hardy goes up against Rob Conway, and lol, Rob Conway wins. <laughs> and, uh, SummerSlam. Matt Hardy gets. Squashed basically by yeah, Edge, absolutely. and we're supposed to solve root for him, yeah. and then he loses to Rob Conway. Yes, obviously. We, why, got why Conway Edge. though, of all people? No, because he's, why not like Uncle Val Viscera? Because it can't be. You can't be losing to the jobbers. You got to lose to the guys that are just above the jobbers, not mid card. Snitsky. Yeah. Where the fuck's Kane? Wait, he loses to Snitsky next week or week after. Don't worry about it. Where the fuck's Kane? Like Matt Hardy's character at the minute is fucked. He's lost his missus. He's losing every match. So, I mean, where's the Matt Hardy redemption? I know he says he'll never die. There's so just... money in the storyline coming back, not in Matt coming back. Oh, 100%. 100%. Fuck Matt Hardy. He's shit. If it was <laughs> Edge taking Lita from Jeff, then it'd be a different story. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. That's true. Um, it's time for Carl- Carlito's cabana. We're going to say Carlos, then that's his father. Um, and Carlito gets straight to his guest, the Nature Boy. Woo! Um, woo off nearly starts, but Carlito's like, hey! That's not cool. That's not cool. Um, Carlito remembers his father battling Flair over the years, and his father said Flair was great. Now Carlito can see it for himself. But being a 16-time world champion means, like Dave says all the fucking time... 16-time loser! <laughs> exactly. On the other hand, Carlito is a one-time Intercontinental champion, which is a title Flair has never won. That's because Flair isn't cool. Flair says he's not cool because he's the nature boy. I like that they do bring up Carlito's dad, but they don't bring up the fact that technically his dad did take the title from Flair. It was only because it was in Puerto Rico and if Carlos had lost, there'd have been riots. I know his dad from Royal Rumble 93, that's it. <laughs> but Carlos Colon did want to beat Flair for the title, but because it was... Because of how, how it happened, it's not recognised. I feel like Carlos Colon should have brought his own range of Colons out and it could have been Colon by Carlos Colon. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos Colon's Colon. <laughs> and then when his son starts from what he wants, like, this is cool. Yeah, and it could be Colon Jr. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's, there's a line of Colons you could have looked at. Better than the fucking Simon system. <laughs> oh, hey, you leave them steroids alone. <laughs> Carlito's father called Nature Boy the King of the Caribbean and the women know he can go all night long Carlito he spits the appetite at him the fight's on and Flair is all over him and so it's like hmm see what we're going with Unforgiven then and I'm all down for that because I, it's one of them where I remember Flair holding it holding it but I don't remember him winning it how he got it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I can't remember I was him like, oh so this is where yeah, yeah. he gets it exactly from exactly the same up next Big Man versus Big Man ends with Big Man winning Big Show Snitsky, Big Show wins. Back out, out. Back out, because he closed line, Snitsky took floor, and Snitsky's like, nah, fuck this. Nah, fuck this. <laughs> Let me go small some feet. Boring, boring. Big Show's boring. When Big Show's just in this role, I think he's very, very dull. Big Show is only good when he's a monster giant. Mm. Any other time, 
Like, I don't want to see a fucking happy-go-lucky big no, show. No, happy-go-lucky big show. Dancing terrible. like a New Year's no, baby. Happy-go-lucky big show is terrible. I um, want to see, like, Monster Big Show, like 2002, where he beat Brock. Yeah. Definitely. Or ECW Champion. 100%. That's the big show I like to 100%. see. 100%. Happy-go-lucky big show is terrible. Like, the, I think that's what killed his first world title run, because it was sympathetic, feel sorry for me, my daddy's dead big show. No, daddy, come back, I'm going to jump on your coffin. <laughs> that's it. Um, we see Bischoff, he runs into John Cena backstage and he threatens him with being fired tonight. But Cena's got his headphones in and he doesn't know it's a thing. Um, and then, Michael, we have a new tag team is going to enter the WWE because Trevor Murdoch and Lance Cade are coming. Dirty bastards. So, are they having a tag team name? Yeah, Cade and Murdoch. <laughs> that's a bit boring, that's a bit basic. <laughs> I think they should have a new name. I do, I do. We might have to put that one onto social media. I think we should. I think we should. We will. Um, I quite like how they did like their the, their promo was very eighties. Join yeah. insert tag team name promo. It was fucking. I loved it. It was brilliant. Really old school. Uh, but I also do remember like catching bits of Cade and Murdoch in in real time in two thousand and five and not being that impressed. They didn't, yeah, I didn't get it. I don't. I don't see Trevor Murdoch as a future NWA World champion. champion. No, definitely. But yeah, I just never got the gimmick. I never got what they were trying to be. Um, so it'd be interesting. Steaming water pistols. Because <laughs> they're not the smoking guns. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, here come uh, Tony Wilson and Candice Michelle. See what dream. They've been traded to Raw. Uh, Candice demonstrates the gold daddy dance and they bring out Ashley Massaro for her first full night as a Raw diva. But they don't like her getting here so easily and they beat her up. Even though Candice got here the same way? Of course. But well, Candice so, didn't even win. Of course. And Tony got here because Vince bought a contract and thought, Tony, she's, she's nice. <laughs> And we find that next week, Shawn Michaels is going to take on the Master Lock Challenge. <laughs> um, Rover title, main event time. Cena versus Jericho. Loser gets fired. Um, Bischoff, he hands Jericho some brass knuckles. JR's fucking losing his mind. How can that shit be possible? Who can allow this to happen? Losing well, the general mind. manager. Who um, did it? <laughs> Jericho's right hand gets a two, and the kick out gets a massive pop. It's just a matter of time. I guess you'd say so. Here he comes. Here he comes. Here he comes. Baby. Damn it. It's over now. It's over. It's over. Cena knocked down. Cover Cover him, Jericho. We have a new WWE champion. Of course we do. It's over. Cena gets hit on him. It's over. And Jericho broke him away. Cena catapults Jericho into Bischoff, FU and one two three, and Chris Jericho has been fired. From and then the Cena WWE. was like confused as to why Jericho has been fired. Yeah, like, stipulations. It's like, why are you confused? Why do you look upset? <laughs> you know, now you don't have to worry about Jericho coming after your title again. Because his mate's gone, though. Is that he probably liked him? They were pals backstage, maybe. Maybe liked his music. He maybe bought a copy of Cena's album. They maybe traded albums. See, that's the only way you could get someone to have a fuzzy CD. Back in <laughs> trade album trading. Like, I bought you, you one. I'll trade you your Metallica album for this fuzzy, uh, this fuzzy, uh, this fuzzy, this fuzzy. Shit. That's not worth it. I didn't realise there were that many fuzzies. But after the match, Raw's not over. 
as the new number one contender makes his presence known as Kurt Angle yes. jumps Cena, kicks yes. the fuck out of him as Raw goes off the air. As someone who should always be in contention for the title. 100%. But that was Raw. What did you make? How many Mavens? I'm probably just going because Angle had the best match and is now the number one contender. But two and a half. Two and a half down middle. It didn't offend me. When a road doesn't offend me, it deserves yeah. a two and a half. Yeah, it was. There were nothing real that made me go ugh, but there were nothing real that made me. Go, Maybe wow. Snitsky's foot fetish. No, yeah, I laughed. I laughed at that. Yeah, yeah, that made me go well. <laughs> Who are you? What are you doing here? It is a privilege to meet you, Mr. Long. I have heard so much about you. I'm Palmer Cannon from the network. It's a real honor to finally meet you. From the network? Yeah, that's correct. The network. What can I do for you, Mr. Uh, Cannon? Correct. The question is, what can I do for you, Mr. Long? Do for me? Yeah. You see, all of us at the network want to make sure that SmackDown continues to be the number one leader in its time slot. I appreciate that. I'm just here to take notes and make sure that the network's opinion is represented to the fullest. And I know that I don't have to remind you, as SmackDown GM, that in two weeks' time, starting on September 9th, SmackDown debuts on Friday nights. Now, you can believe that. Friday night SmackDown. You see, Mr. Cannon, it's time for a change. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I've got some plans. You for see, Smack the network wants to make sure that SmackDown continues to be the flagship show. And in order for SmackDown to do that, we need something huge. I've come up with something huge. A huge main event for the inaugural Friday night SmackDown. Mr. Cannon, just a minute. Mm -hmm. You have come up with an idea? Yeah, that's right. I've come up with a huge idea. How about a rematch from SummerSlam for the World Heavyweight Championship? JBL versus Batista. <laughs> I'd have to agree, Mr. Cannon. That's a big match. Mm-hmm. Mr. Long, I look forward to working with you in the future. This is going to be a wonderful business relationship. Mr. Cannon, looking forward to working with you. Thanks, Mr. Long. Thank you. Moving on then, smack of the down. Uh, August 25th, 2005 in the Greensboro Coliseum in Greensboro, North Carolina with just over 5,000 people in attendance. Just like Raw, we get a recap of the SummerSlam Smackdown, uh, Smackdown side of SummerSlam. Uh, here comes Cowboy Bob Orton though, to talk about how Randy Orton did exactly what he promised to do at SummerSlam. Randy comes out and tonight he's having a match to kick off the show against Hardcore Bob Holly. This how is, do you like me now? What a callback though to Orton's first match. His first match, yeah. And second match. Uh, the Alabama Slam is loaded up, but Bob gets on the apron for the distraction. RKO doesn't work. Holly hits his drop kick, which is the only move he's got. <laughs> um, he, Bob grabs Holly's leg. Bob grabs Bob's leg. Yes, and then the RKO finishes one, two, three. Hardcore is not going to win that one. Obviously. He? He's not going to win that one. Um, but yeah, Bob's around, it seems. So Randy Orton's got he's his off Bob manager. manager. Bob Ossie. <laughs> Bob Ossie. Bob Ossie. <laughs> Um, we're backstage with Teddy Long. He comes into his office and finds a man in a suit that he doesn't recognise. That would be Palmer Cannon. Every day shark comes ever. He is. And he's played by development graduate Brian Mailhot. Um, Never heard of him. No, me neither. Um, it's, it's from OVW. He's not a... Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a grad. Actually a grind grafter. Um, so he's, he works for the network. Um, which network is that? We don't need to know about that. That's not important information. Whatever um, network SmackDown's on at the time. Now, apparently, Bruce Pritchard, um, he's um, claimed on Something to Wrestle that Cannon wasn't ready mentally, maturity-wise, to enter the business. 
The dark rumour and innuendo was that Cannon was duct taped in a shower and tormented um, for six hours. His tormentors, the alleged, of course, don't sue us. Well, one of them can't, he's dead. Chris Benoit and JBL. They duct taped him up and left him in a shower. <laughs> for six hours. And apparently he was so disturbed by wrestlers caught that he flew himself home from a European tour and handed in his notice. He only made a handful of indie appearances before vanishing from the public eye. But he's here on SmackDown to help improve ratings. So he's only positive. It's got to be positive. He's got to be. A, he's got to be interested in bra and panties matches, hardcore matches. So that's what the network surely wants. Yeah, surely wants. Like we want to boost the ratings. Let's get, get some fucking excitement going. Exactly. And in two weeks' time, if you want some excitement, the show's moving to Friday nights, which mm. where it stays for quite a period of time. Good night to have and, um, wrestling on. Definitely. Um, and Cannon, he says he has a huge main event set up for the debut show, Batista JBL World Title. Hmm seen it not very interested seen it twice don't yeah, want to see it again not very interested but you know what to say bad things come in threes so if we're having a third one hopefully that's it no more ever 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 again <laughs> fingers crossed the trifecta of terrible matches uh, Christian comes out for the peep show uh, Christian says he's ready to face the Mexicals anywhere but he's got to get his uh, his guest out first and his guest tonight is Mr and Mrs T um, Christian started explaining that Booker is a five-time, five-time, but Booker's like, hey, it's my fucking catchphrase, dickhead. That's my shit, though. <laughs> uh, Christian, he asked the most important question, are you still on speaking terms? And we see a clip of the mixed tag last week with Gillian Hall tripping Charmel to give Melina the pin. Christian calls Booker out for his non-wrestler wife losing. Uh, Booker talks about beating up Christian at Great American Bash and then beating up Kurt Angle for what he did to Charmel. Charmel tells Booker that it's time to get back to being who he is. And he remembers who he is. And what, here, what have you done for me lately, kind of thing? <laughs> well, here comes the Mexicals. Christian goes after him. Uh, Juvie knocking Charmel down by mistake. And that's enough for Booker to go wild on the Mexicals. So we're going to have Tag match. Booker and Christian. Is Christian a face now? I don't know what Christian is. Uh, a Canadian wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> called, a religion. Called Jason. <laughs> Uncle Jay. RJ. Doing some of his finest work. I've only seen bits of it because I only watch bits of AEW on TikTok. Right? But it, Whatever clips is played on Some of his Twitter. work's good, you know. So like, it's like, hey, your dad's you, dead. Did, I'm going to fuck your mother. Did you see Abel, Edge's table spot, though? That must have... Did you not see it? No. So they had um, Hardcore Rules, no fucking DQ match. Uh, Edge and Christian. Um, and Edge come out in his Mick Foley Mania gear. Because it were you know, street fight. You know, uh, so you come out in your own clothes. And Nick, you don't want to look up your wrestling Christian's guys. got a geezer in his group Nick Summer or other I don't know his name Nick Summer he's a right skinny lad I reckon I could take him um, and then we had a flaming table spot so uh, lights table puts fucking flame on it flames everywhere same concept with Mick Foley so mm. he goes to powerbombing from apron yeah misses doesn't he misses like fuck overshots table uh, flames go out table don't break uh, looked like it fucking killed. Proper stung on his back of his head when he whiplash off table. Right, shit spot. Terrible. But That's why I don't watch AEW. Tony Khan's got his cock in his hand and he's loving it. Cock in his hand and cock in the other. Um, moving on. Up next, Johnny Nitro versus Heidenreich. Widenreich. Breaks down. <laughs> it all breaks down. Uh, Mercury hits Heidenreich with a chair to the knee. DQ. So that's still a thing then. Eminem and Legion of Doom. It's going to be a three. thing until the titles are off. 
LOD 2005. We need to get them off. We need to get them off. It was a, no. a nostalgia pop. It was yeah. funny. For one night, a couple of nights, have them have it one defence. Yeah, it's all good, but then let's not carry this. We, we don't want six months out of that. There's a reason animal. they've only been wrestling jobber tag teams. Yeah. Yeah. When they're not feud with Eminem. Definitely. And there's nobody else. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is my issue. Yes, when, Eminem, when Eminem finally take the titles off Legion of Doom, which I, I, I guess that's how it's going to go. Um, it. Yeah, who else is there? I know the Mexicos, but then... Faces. Who else? Uh, <laughs> Tag team, not this thing, because everyone's gone. Basham's a split. So I, mean, there's, there's, I don't know. That's why if you're doing a draft, you don't break up tag teams unless you've got a plan unless you've got plans. Yeah, or you've got plans to make new tag teams. Do you know what I mean? There's just tag team wrestling in WWE, but it's it's been like that for years and years and years, and it still is to this day. Tag team wrestling is not a thing no more. I'm hoping because with work he did in NXT, on it for NXT, building their tag division up, mm. hopefully that does translate now with main roster. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I think it's it's always a mad one though because like you always hear that rumor that Vince hated tag wrestling, but yet he devised the Survivor Series. Which is just a big pay per view of tag, tag wrestling, but it's multiple, multiple <laughs> yeah, tag matches. you can make it a bit more spicier. Um, Chris Benoit comes out uh, and he's proud of making Orlando Jordan tap out in twenty five point five seconds and wants to see what else he can do that fast. So he makes he makes a cup of coffee in a shorter time than it does to be Orlando Jordan, and this becomes quite a funny thing over the next few weeks. It's it's some actual some Benoit's best work. Yeah, yeah, Benoit bit of character. Yeah. Personality from Benoit, yeah, not yeah. just I'm a wrestler. Yeah. But does this not help that he then show too much character? That <laughs> too much personality come out of him. <laughs> it's gonna be awful when we get to that weekend, you know. <laughs> We're gonna get cancelled. <laughs> uh, JBL yells at Jordan for losing so badly, um, but ignore that because I need him tonight. But we need to make it longer than twenty-five point five seconds. And it is time for our next match. It is Christian and Booker T versus the Mexicos, like we spoke about. Um, Hoovy offers a distraction. We get a bit of double teaming. Charmel tells Christian to get in there and he walks out instead. It's like, fuck that shit. So he is still a heel then. Yeah. Um, Booker he gets double belly-to-back suplex uh, to give Psychosis the pin, which that's a big win for the Mexicos, getting a victory over Booker T. I know technically it was three on, two on one, but still a big victory. Over the five-time WCW five champion. five-time WCW champion. What does this mean... We're getting Christian and Booker again. No, I think we're going to get Charmel versus Booker. <laughs> I think that's where it's going. Man versus wife. He's, he's going to kick fuck out of her. Don't know how bastard tits in you are. <laughs> I've seen that video. Where, uh, see that on, on socials where a woman doing pots. And he goes, he goes, if I want to faint, we can go out. Show us the punch. And <laughs> she goes like... <laughs> I have. Um, we see the Ortons, they're backstage and they're bragging about destroying The Undertaker and they've got a signed copy of Undertaker's DVD. Uh, that's going to be auctioned off on WB.com and the proceeds will go towards Undertaker's retirement fund. <laughs> Love it. Well, he killed, he killed the legend of The Undertaker on SummerSlam. He's a legend killer. It's, it, it's in the name. Do you know what I mean? He's, at least he's not the legend killer and he doesn't beat any legends. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's an, like iron, like an ironic legend killer. Like he's like his gimmick in, what was it, 2011? Yeah, with a row 1000. That's good work, that from you, Flair. Um, we see Callan, he's backstage, says he wants to see more of Randy Orton on SmackDown. Teddy Long doesn't think that's a great idea, but he has an announcement to make and Callan's like, excuse me, 
has to come through HR first. <laughs> Everything now. So we've got two authorities. If he fills out form B6298. That's it. And, that's if, it. and then if he fills out the consecutive X12943. Yes, but he didn't untick the ticks that he needed to untick. So the You wrote in back. this box where it says, do not write in this box, you wrote okay. Yeah, yeah. And he forgot to CC everybody that he needed to, so he's got to do it all again. Um, so yeah, so Canon, I don't know. What do we need? Two authority figures. Do we need a heel and face authority figure? I, yeah, it, it never works. It's not for me. It's never worked. Not for me. Not for me. Tilo on his own is fine. Yeah, I don't. Like I said, I don't understand the need for. Why do we need to add another authority figure? What does it? Is that? Oh, that's going to spice things up a touch. Up next, the debut. Contest is scheduled for one fall approaching the ring from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Weighing in at 242 pounds, Ken Kennedy. And in the ring from Japan, weighing in at 280 pounds. We've seen Ken Kennedy successful on velocity, but is he ready for the big time on SmackDown? What's he doing here? Unacceptable. You make me sick. Go. Go. Sit. Watch. Learn. Ladies and gentlemen, this next contest is scheduled for one fall with a 20-minute time limit weighing in first tonight at 185 pounds from Tokyo Japan and folks this guy he doesn't speak a lick a lick of English but apparently that that doesn't stop him from being Smackdown's number one announcer explain that to me And now, ladies and gentlemen, the moment that you've all been waiting for. The biggest announcement in SmackDown history! I weigh in tonight at 242 pounds. I hail from Green Bay, Wisconsin! I make my SmackDown debut! Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you, without any further ado, Mr. Kennedy! Kennedy is off of velocity. He's off. He's off of velocity. Mr. Kennedy going one on one against, of course, Kennedy. <laughs> of course, Funaki because we need him to beat somebody. Now, I put a little post on the old social media page the other day about one Mr. Kennedy, and then. Um, 
I put a picture on and I said, this man makes his debut on the next SmackDown. I love it, me, when we have these little posts. But what do they call him? It's a little picture of Mr. Kennedy. So I'm going to read out a few of my favourite The Colour Sponsors. Some were golden. Yes. Um, Michael Burgess. Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ben Car... Ah, fuck me. I'm going to struggle with this one. Apologies if you're listening. Ben Carter, Mohammed Hitchum. Chris Masters. I can see that. It does look a little bit like Miss Chris Masters. Uh, Ryan Butters. Great surname. Uh, John Cena. Uh, Why we can see him. Yeah. Aidan Wardle. Ken McMahon. I like that one. Hindsight. Uh, Daniel Bassett. Mr. Crybaby. Just be pissed off with old... Uh, but he did have that moment, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, we've got... Um, Jared C. Reed. Uh, well, I'll say this one first and then we've got a lot that say the same. Uh, Mr. Kenderson. Uh, but then we've got a few. Uh, Aidan Dunn. Um, Jonathan Roan, we've got Jason Stagg, they all went with Mr. Anderson, obviously. Uh, Indie name. Yes. Uh, Walter Eldridge, Mr. Hamilton. Uh, Richard Santos, Mr. Ass. Uh, Mark Tomlins, Mr. Cameltoe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike Robert, Mr. Biden. Uh, and then my personal favourite, Greg Mauro. Kissed Amenity. <laughs> My favourite had to be Mr. Camelto. Camelto. Mr. Camelto. Camelto for the win. I need to go back to the picture. Has he got a Camelto showing? Oh, no. <laughs> no, he couldn't afford it. <laughs> Mel Camelto, bald it ball. Uh, he, does his, he does the stick that we've seen him do on Velocity the last couple of weeks where he does his own ring announcing uh, because Tony Chimmel's just not good enough. If you want to see that, please check out our Velocity episodes with uh, yes, Apron Bump Club with, Podcast. With Mr. Kyle. Um, uh, Kennedy, Kennedy gets the win, uh, Green Bay Plunge. Um, it wasn't a, a wow, blows you away, that was an amazing debut, but it did what it needed to do. It got over the fact that my man's out here now doing his own ring announcing, and he's not a bad wrestler, and he's got a look. Yeah. He's definitely got he's, the look of a wrestler. He's got it. Mm. He just needs a bit, bit more time to get a bit better in the ring. He's not, he's not a shit wrestler by any means. No, no, absolutely not. It is a new finisher because the finisher he's got, you can't do that on a main event. You can't do it on every. You can't do that on Orton, no, no. Batista, Taker. Yeah, that was all, always the biggest issue, biggest issue I said about when Sin Cara debuted when he did his uh, Spanish Fly. Yeah, because you can't be doing that on everybody. A finisher should be a move that you can do on anyone. Yeah. Arcade works perfectly. Oh, yeah. Anything, anything stunner-wise. Because even be a small guy like yeah, me, yeah. put him on top rope. Yeah, yeah. Time was under it. Yeah, yeah. Or um, look at what he did at uh, Survivor Series at War Games with Off the Cage, turn it into that, or you can do with uh, shoot, the shooting star with Evan Bourne. So, I mean, yeah. There's various ways of making... Seth Rollins at Mania. There's various ways of making the RKO so outstanding. Me, you yeah. But something like that with the, the Green Bay Plunge, you can't be doing that on everybody. No. You're not going to be able to do it. You're going to fucking kill yourself. Do that and on Big Show, I dare you. That's not a move you can do in the ring either no, no. to a big guy. Um, I know he does change it eventually to downward spiral, yeah. but it's, um, that's, not a, yeah. that's not a main event finish. No. Um, main event time. Uh, Chris Benoit, Rey Mysterio, Batista versus JBL, Orlando Jordan and Eddie Guerrero. This feels like something you'd get if we went to WWE Live at Sheffield Arena. Yeah, <laughs> this is not... Yeah. Welcome home. Yeah. Or and didn't JBL cause Eddie Guerrero's mum to have a heart attack? Yeah. 
And I'll uh, supposed to be like, hey, buddy, let's team together, buddy, buddy, I say. Uh, everything breaks down. Six it was months. over a year ago, Dave. It was, So it doesn't yeah, yeah. If it happened over a year ago, it don't matter. Yeah, that's very But true. if it happened more than five, ten years ago, it's still canon. <laughs> uh, 619 into a German, into the Batista bomb. Orlando Jordan took a beating at the end of that but match. He, he broke his record from SummerSlam. It lasted Slam. longer than, than 2.5 seconds. Um, but yeah, that was smack of the down. What did you make? How many Mavens? And who's winning so far? Two for me. That Two? Oh. It wasn't a shit smack down. I enjoyed more, Raw, Raw more. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Raw had the angle short yeah. in that. Cannon brings it down for me. Yeah. And there's no need for you. Palmer. <laughs> no need for you. Fuck off, back to HR, you come. Yeah, so we're saying Raw's so far. Yeah. Raw's you know, winning. usual pattern. Raw's up, that's Raw, the one. First row after the pay-per-view is always better. Of course, of course. Hence why I did a little watch-along. I don't know if you saw it online. I did. It was a little watch-along I did Monday Night Raw. That's over on our Facebook page, which I'm surprised is still up. But Zuckerberg and the bots, maybe I made... I think because you're think on I, it. Yeah, but also I made the image of the the actual content, WWE content, small. quite small. Yeah, so it wasn't the biggest. It's probably a hard watch. In theory, if you want to try to just watch the content as well, but yeah. But because you're doing it as a react. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. So to, it's fair uh, use under the react. Maybe we'll have to try going a bit bigger with the screen, uh, with the, the actual WB content, mm. and see what what the dimensions are that triggers the bots to kick in. <laughs> so let's move on then. Monday Night Raw, August the 29th, 2005. We're at the St. Pete Times Forum in Tampa, Florida, with just over 8,500 people in attendance. Um, Carlito comes out and it's time for the cabana. He's happy that Jericho's gone because that means no more highlight reel. Um, but here's Shawn Michaels as his guest tonight. Carlito praises Shawn. Um, he agrees that there's a lot to admire about him. Uh, Shawn's done, he's paved the way for guys like Carlito. And now Shawn's a guest on Carlito's show. Uh, Sean congratulates Carlito on the title, but he can't remember how long he's, uh, since he defended it because you don't really wrestle much, do you? You Caribbean cunt. I mean, he wrestled Cena, but that was a W title. Yeah. He defended it against Shelton. Yeah. After Shelton almost broke his neck. Yeah. Uh, and then that's been it. <laughs> that's been it. And he says that no one's talking about Carlito's matches because they're too busy talking about Sean's matches from 10 years ago, which is correct. Fair. Do you know what I mean? If you want True. to look at IC title, you tell me a, a, a well-known Carlito match, but I can tell you loads of Sean's. To congratulate you on being the Intercontinental Thank Champion. Thank you. And I mean, and I just, I just have a couple questions for you. I mean, how long, how long ago did you win that championship? Hogan chant here. What a match that was at SummerSlam. Until he needs another payoff, he ain't coming back. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess it's ego that Charles. So anyway, about. what I'm saying is, I wanted to ask you: are, are, are people, since you've won that, are people talking about your matches? I mean, the answer is is no, and not just because they're too busy talking about my matches, because they're still talking about matches I had. 10 years ago. The reason they're not talking about your matches is because you haven't had any to speak of. 
Um, Carlito, he doesn't like uh, being asked about recent title defences, but he says, but no one is brave enough to face me, including Ric Flair. Uh, Apple's loaded up. Sean's like, don't fucking bother. But here comes Masters, but here comes Flair. So, how, how Hold on a minute, Flair. I think so. Uh, after the break, Bischoff, he makes a tag match. Uh, with Sean being in the Master Lock Challenge, he's postponed now to, for, until next week. So, I still got to sell them tickets, haven't we? Because that's what people are buying, buying the fucking seats for. Um, and up next is a match that people are definitely buying the tickets for. Big Show versus Steve Madison and Buck Quartermain. What's the point of putting Big Show against Jobbers? It's Was not one an of attraction. Those David, David Richards. But is that Buck Quartermain? Yeah. From American Wolves. Yeah. It looked like him. Yeah. Um, why is it called Steve Quartermain? Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't understand why Big Show ain't having a... A jobber match. A jobber match. Why? He's not a special attraction. He's not a, wow, look what Big Show can do. And they don't need to build him to show that. Yeah. That's what the uh, his enhancement jobber matches are for. You've got a new big guy. Let's show everybody yeah, yeah. that exactly. he's a fucking machine. Big, big Show's been around for six years. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And and it got me the the fact that like when they did the uh, Big Show over the rope with the neck snap, uh, and that allowed Big Show to put his straps down, so the big comeback against two jobbers. I just I didn't get I doesn't get it. That just shows you how shit Big Show is. Yeah. Because 2002 Big Show, where he's gone, ding right, you come here, choke, you come here, choke, double choke, so I'm done. one, two, three. Yeah, done exactly. Yeah, because that's because we're showing dominance. This kind of wasn't showing Big Show's dominance. It was this is just, Big Show, you need to do a bit of cardio, mate. But, well, so, this, this was purely got, so yeah, Snitsky could come out, knock the cameraman over so he could get that weird fucking camera angle um, and just beat on Big Show. And it's, but again, so we're building Unforgiven, I guess, Snitsky Big Show. I'm definitely going to have a poo when that's on. <laughs> this is the me. match with the fucking kitchen sink in it. I think they have it? Art, it's an hardcore match. Well, and one of them brings the kitchen sink out. Because I think King Gorgias say, this is everything but the kitchen sink. Oh, Jesus. And lo and behold. Lovely. It's like Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Mint. Can't wait for that. It's like when Big Show and Eric Rowan had the fucking chair, stairs match. <laughs> Who did Big Show have the chair match with? Where was it like an extra large chair? Oh, he had the chair match with. Seamus, what? Yes, maybe someone like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they had a... Yeah, that extra big large chair because it's got an extra yeah. large arse. I remember when he had that big ladder and all in money in the bank and he brought that extra large ladder. Ha, <laughs> lol, you're fat. Um, we have to reinforce it. Yeah. Up next, um, the Divas back again. Tori Wilson and Candice Michelle, they're out to bully Ashley Massaro. She comes out and they said, we're going to offer you an apology. She accepted like, ha, jokes. You're having a match against Victoria. And Yay, she, Victoria's back on TV. She beats, What's she been doing? Uh, well, she's training very hard, obviously, because she defeats your new, brand new diva that we've spent loads of time pushing with a divas competition and we're going to make them a star and this one can actually wrestle. We have Victoria Batter in like 10 seconds. <laughs> Christy Emmy, I can get, but Ashley yeah. Masaro can actually, actually wrestle. time in to learn to wrestle. Yeah. We see another promo for Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch. They're coming, dirty bastards, and they want the tag team titles. Um, if anyone knows where Hurricane and Rosie are, that is. Tag Team Champions. If you can't feel it now, I promise you're gonna feel it real soon. Can't feel it? Can't feel it? I got a size 12. I'm gonna show straight up some big Whoa, bat. whoa, whoa, whoa. Ah. Folks, he's having a 
See you soon, boys. Know what I mean? And this is the moment where I hand over to you, Michael. Edge gets serenaded. Stuck in the middle, I burrow inside. Back to the cradle, away from the burdens of all my crimes. Edge. 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 Edge, you know this guy? Sadly, yes. Dumbass. What are you doing? I'm sorry. Do you know who this is? This is Alter Bridge, the band who does my theme song. If you got a cool bone in your body, you know they have the most kick-ass rock album out there right now. So I'm sitting here with my friends, and you interrupt us. Well, I'm sorry, but I mean, you, you've got a, a match tonight against Matt Hardy. Lead is nowhere to be found. I mean, it's not, it's not American Idol. This is <laughs> Monday Night Raw. Oh. You want to know where Lead is? She's uh. She's running a little errand for me. <laughs> By one of the greatest, the greatest bands, bands of all time. Fucking Alter Bridge on Raw. Live. Um, Performing an acoustic rendition of Find the Real. Did it bother that Todd Grisham interrupted him? Yeah. Pissed me off. <laughs> fuck Todd Grisham. It's like, shut the fuck up, Todd. Fuck off. Alter Bridge are playing. They, um, they've donated their time playing for free on Raw. Do you reckon? Do you reckon? It, do you reckon? How much do you reckon Alter Bridge have charged? Oh, back in 2005? Yeah. Were they, were they big back in 2005? Or? Well, you know the band Creed? I, of course I know Creed. So my my favourite Christian rock band. It's a different band. singer. Oh, you've told me this before. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, You've told me this before. So they'd have charged uh, Creed prices, but we had a discount. Oh. Well, so what came first? Creed, Creed before Creed that, that Bridge. Isn't that the same with Saliva's guy? Wasn't he out of somebody somewhere else? Or have I just made that up in my head? I've yeah. made it up in my head. Sweet. The guy from Sliver did do the song with Chad Krogan from Nickelback for that. And they say that the hero can save us. That's what you're thinking. Chill, that. Very good chill. Edge says he's ready to beat up Matt Hardy again tonight, so Matt can go back to his website and his independent wrestling shows. <laughs> oh bless. I think you're a ring of honor. Um, Leah comes up to Matt Hardy and calls him pathetic. Uh, she gets a tits out basically, but Matt's not bothered because he's yeah, this wants, is the best later. Wants to beat up Edge. <laughs> Cameron's doing a great job, like slowly shifting away from Matt. Uh, then we're still backstage and we see that Ric Flair's been attacked and of course he's bladed. Of course he's bladed. It, it would probably just a gust of wind and Flair like, ooh, that was a bit sharp. <laughs> um, up next, Edge versus Matt Hardy. Is this finally the time that Matt Hardy doesn't die? Well, he don't win. He doesn't, yeah. But he doesn't lose. Yeah. So it's a street fight. They wrestle all over. There's, there's chaos. And it, the brawl ends. We go within the barricade. We're in the fans. Um, we get ladders, trash cans. Um, they fight up the ramp. Edge gets sent into the set, followed by the side effect into all the... <laughs> so they're both well, dead. Kudos to Edge for taking that with his neck issues. True that. Yes, true that. Um... But yeah, they're both taken out on stretches and we get the Owen voice to an extent from the yeah, commentator yeah. team. Uh, it's really While sad. they're filming everything. It's really serious. We get a bunch of replays. While they're filming everything. Yes. But Matt Hardy doesn't die, so Matt Hardy's going to be okay. Edge has got a fucked up neck and this probably ain't going to help. Um, but yeah, it's that one in the win column for Matt. Oh my God, Edge and Hardy, help the 
Sanchez saying, shut the power off, damn it. Shut the I power off. Help. Give me help. They're, they're, they're trying to, but I, I don't know if it's going to be quick enough. Is the well, power we're off. Shut it off. We need help, help now. Help, Turn help. the power off. Get some help on it. Give me a strength. Watch out. Let him in here. Watch out. Watch out. Power's on. Power's on. They need to get that. Power is still on in that unit right there. EMTs are here. I just hope they're all in time. Careful. Careful. Take care of these men. Careful. Wait a minute. This, wait a minute. Hang on. Coach and King have gone uh, down to check on Matt Hardy, and I'll try to hold this down. Technically, because he's hit the side effect on edge to cause a no contest, so he was the aggressor that, that caused the no contest. He took edge out, yeah. in a way. So, are we saying that Matt Hardy's finally got his first win back? No. No. <laughs> he's fucking shit. Oh, yeah! This is the best his look, though. I can slam a tornado, but I can't win a fucking match. <laughs> Here comes the doctor of Thugonomics. Um, he says, if Kurt Angle wants to fight, come get some. Here comes Angle. Um, he says he must have seen her more than he thought he did. And um, we see a clip from last week. Um, and he says, I don't want to come down here and risk getting hurt anymore, John. And, and Angle's like, I'm not Chris Jericho. <laughs> uh, Angle is a great wrestler. He's top, seen as a punk. Um, and then Cena accuses Angle of drinking some haterade. Uh, the fight is teased, but Angle walks away. And Cena says, ha, you're gay. So Angle's like, I'm fucking not. So he comes down and beats Cena up. <laughs> the number one contender for the WWE title. You've had it now, John Cena. You've been up for you. I'm sorry, I forgot. Last week, I totally forgot, man. No, 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 stop, stop. I know that you like to hit guys from behind. Hey, shame on you. Shame, shame. Nobody's judging you, Kurt. Nobody's judging. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. I'm just gonna do this. You know, put the vibe out there. Oh, hey, hey, hey. You can, you can do whatever you want, you know. Nobody's watching us. Cena. What do you think? He's asking for it now, and he's going to get it. And Cena building Angle down. That may have been a mistake. Big angle mistake. now taken down. The WWE champion. And here comes the Angle up. Angle angle Back when that would get a reaction out of yeah. people. Um, that was 2005. Angle jumps on him, we get ankle lock, refs break it up. But I, if you compare it to Cena's last title defence and his one before that, I'm definitely looking forward to this one. I yeah. feel like Cena Angle has got a lot of potential to be a great build, a great match. No way out of the same of this year. Or no mercy of 2004, three. Three. Ang Angle Cena. Angle Cena, yeah. Two, yeah. yeah, both of them. Yeah. 
Two years in a row. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it. Very much so they've always had a decent it, match. It, it, if you compare it to Angle versus Jericho, I said this in the build to that, wasn't really fussed. Angle, uh, sorry, Angle, Cena, Jericho. Uh, Cena, Cena, Jericho, Christian weren't yeah. fussed for that at all. But this one, this is Cena for me, his first defence where I'm like, this is a test. This is a big test. This Let's is, see the, main, how you this can is hang the main event test. Angle. Because um, who, let's look at who else Cena's feuded with since winning the title, JBL. Exactly, exactly. Um, up next, somebody found our tag champions. Well, one of them anyway. As Rosie, one half of your reigning defending, mm, reigning WWF Raw Tag Team Champions, WWF, um, Rosie goes up against Tyson Tomko. Um, uh, Tomko beats him in like a minute. Yeah. That's one half of your tag team champions. And he's a big bloke. And Tomko fucking destroyed him. What a joke. Are, uh, we, are we still on a Tomko experiment? Yeah. And after the match, he knocks out Hurricane and also, is Tomko going to go now find... Single-handedly takes out the tag champs. Is he going to find a partner and go and win the titles? He don't need to. Yeah, no, the law dictates he does. Can't you remember, back with the two dudes of Attitudes, so when Diesel and Shawn Michaels, when Owen Hart wasn't there, so they made British Bulldog, he had to replace him because Yokozuna couldn't defend him on his own. Yeah. WWF law dictates you have to have... Do you want he had to get a partner? He had so to he get a kid. Exactly. You need, you need a partner, it's the law. Um, main event time, which I thought was a bit strange, just to put... But I suppose if we're going to try and push these two new guys as upper mid-card guys, mm. then let's stick them in the main event as it's Shawn Michaels versus Chris Masters and Carlito. So, yeah, so it's a test for them. Yeah, definitely. Um, backbreaker as Shawn bent over Masters' knee, but Shawn fights up, it's a DDT... Uh, Ric Flair, um, sorry, I said it was Flair and Michael, sorry. <laughs> no, it's Michael, two on one. Um, Ric Flair, big back body drop. He's bandaged, there's blood around his head, he's fucking fucked. Um, he, finally come, he finally comes and cleans house, and it's one of them where like, he did yeah. get a good reaction. He yeah. did get a good reaction. It's one of them where you think, Flair's back, he's actually wrestling. Oh, they're actually going to win then. Yeah, but no, because Carlito gets a low blow in and Masterlock gets the victory. Um, so... Raw goes off the air with your two new up-and-comers in Masters and Carlito getting a victory over, granted, like I said, it started as a handicap but then turned into a tag uh, over, over Michaels and Flair. It's probably the two biggest names yeah. on Raw right now because Hunter's at home banging their lass. Um, what if that? Wow. Great victory for granted, them granted it was dirty, but the heels, of course it's going to be dirty. But, um, and you're not going to go clean over yeah. Flair and Michaels. But something obviously goes wrong because I remember Carlito and Masters being in a tag team feud with Kane and Big Show in a bit, and yep. they and weren't great Carlito ends up being in a tag team with his brother, who yeah. then leaves, ditches him for his cousin. Yeah. But that was Monday Night Raw. What did you make? How many Mavens? Two Mavens. Mm -hmm. Best segment for me was ruined by Todd Grisham. Yes. I thought, as much as Todd Grisham, as soon as he come on, I was like, oh, Mike's going to be pissed. <laughs> That was the best part of Raw for me. So yeah, two Mavens? Two Mavens. I'd, uh, yeah, I'd go two. I'd say it was a little bit worse than the previous weeks. So yeah, I'd go two Mavens as well. So moving on then. Happy September. Happy Septem September. September the 1st, 2005. Smack of the down in the Jacksonville Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Nine days away from my birthday. Just over 5,000 in attendance. We kick things off. With a big opening contest of Hyden Wright versus Joey Mercury. Hyden <laughs> why? Uh, choke bomb, Hyden Wright with the victory. Big win. Yeah. 
<laughs> Best then, part of that match was Animal's double fuck you both. Yeah, uh, Animal, he gets beaten down, uh, but Adam Rye makes the save. Uh, Mercury and Nitro, though, they, they save uh, Melina from Doomsday Device. I was like, why? Come on, men and women violence. <laughs> Bit of man and woman, no wrong with that. <laughs> um, snapshot leaves Hadamat uh, laying. It's not looking good for your tag champs. I think it's time. Like I said, we like we just spoke about. I think the little nostalgia hit of Animal coming back and winning the tag belts. It was nice for one night. Um, the little Legion Doom hit. It was nice. It was it was Johnny got a pop and did they do get a pop? Let's be right when they when they enter together to the. But I think it's the music and it's the gimmick and it's mm. the nostalgia that gets Is the that, pop. What a rush! Yeah. Hawk generates the pop. Yeah, <laughs> we're not hiding right. Um, but yeah, I think it's time now to get them belts off them and, and let's move on to something new. You know, one thing I'll say about Eminem, they certainly make for exciting television. Yes, they do. Yeah, and I'm sure next week at the big debut of Friday Night SmackDown, they will not disappoint. Well, I'd just like to thank you, sir, and the network for giving Eminem a rematch against LOD next week. And I guarantee you that they will be the new WWE Tag Team Champions. Yes, that is TV that's changing Friday nights. I look forward to working with you and your clients. We're backstage with Gillian Hall and that thing on her face. Um, and she's talking with Palmer. Um, she's grateful because she gets a title shot next week. Um, and he says, you've got a nice um, earring. Because he's not staring at her face. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's a HR. I think it's a HR issue. That he's yeah. looking at thinking, is that a biohazard? <laughs> it's very distracting. <laughs> Chris Demi and Stacey Keebler, they come in and they apologise for last week, but standards and practices didn't like the idea of a lingerie match. So, Bollocks. So they can, have a, they can have a regular match tonight instead. Uh, Bob Orton, he comes out and introduces Randy. Uh, we get loads of posing. Uh, Randy talks about his dad telling him that he would be the greatest wrestler ever. Um, every legend is going to fall at Randy's feet and that makes Bob a genius for calling it at such a young age. He says, it's interesting that we've not seen Taker at SummerSlam. He must be running scared. Don't be calling him out. He'll fucking get you. He'll fucking get you. It's like Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> Um, and Randy, because he's such a nice guy, he says all the money that they've been collecting for the Undertaker's retirement fund, he's going to match it dollar for dollar. And he says, Undertaker can even come here next week in person and accept his retirement fund. As for tonight, we've got Rey Mysterio, who has lied to his son for years. Tomorrow, he'll have to lie to his son again when his son asks if Rey won the match. Because tonight, it's the RKO. Poor Rey. Poor Dominic. Dominic's going to turn out all right. <laughs> Up next, US title rematch. Chris Benoit versus Orlando. Can Benoit do it even quicker? Yes, he can. 23.4 seconds he wins this time. It, it takes him just as long to have a piss. <laughs> Not even watching his answer. I know, yeah. That guy, yeah. I thought that was something right. So he's going to beat his record again. I did think coming in, I wonder what Benoit's going to do this week, which is good for a character. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Especially a character like Benoit who doesn't really have much of a character. character. Yeah. Um, it was nice to show a bit of his personality. Um, but yeah, I think um, he could have done with washing his hands after he had a piss that was quicker than beating Orlando Jordan. That's probably why Orlando were like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> uh, up next is that one-on-one match that Palmer promised everybody. It's Christy Hemi versus Stacey Keebler. Um, the bell rings, but here comes Sylvan. Sylvan. Of all fucking people. Of all people to say the two of them don't compare to him. But here comes Hardcore, say, I don't care about you, you French cunt, I want boobs. <laughs> Give me some boobs. We want tits. Um, Sylvan, he calls him Bobby, and then gets beat up for his troubles. It was, it was just like, get off me, you faggot slap. Yeah. 
So Good we've book. got Rob Conway running with his little masculine gimmick on Raw and Sylvan with his little masculine... Shit version of Rick Martel. I feel like he's a shit version of Rob Conway. <laughs> There's a shit version of Rick Martel. <laughs> uh, we're backstage with Teddy Long and Palmer. Uh, they preview next week's show and mention that next week's JBL versus Batista match is going to be for a bull rope match. Take that. Like Which I thought was the... Uh... Originally thought was the bash match. Yes, yeah. Um, as for tonight though, JBL has got the night off, uh, which is news to Teddy Long. He's like, who fucking decided that? Network, bro. Nine ninety nine. Because the fans are, we don't want to see JBL. Yeah, and uh, t- Teddy Long says, well, I've got a surprise of my own next week for one more time. Eddie Ray Cage. Take that. Yeah. They are built so this network special, brand new premier time. A pay-per-view on, a Friday, on TV. We're getting a pay-per-view smackdown. We're getting a world title match, Batista JBL in a stipulation. And we're also getting a cage match with Eddie, uh, Eddie and Ray. That's... Throw me a tag title match in there. And to they, get the titles off them too. drop the belts. And yeah, I, we're fucking talking. Uh, up next, Booker T versus Ken Kennedy. Kennedy. Uh, Christian, and he's got new music already. Yeah, he's got new music already. He's a star now. Uh, Christian with a smashed up face. He's on commentary, and Charmel's out with Booker. Uh, Kennedy obviously is not happy with Tony Jumble's in- introduction. Uh, he says he sound like an adult in a Charlie Brown special. He's that fucking microphone. Um, Booker, he jumps him to start. Stomps Kennedy in the corner. Uh, Christian seems to love it. He's on comedy. He's like, ah, right, kick him again. Kick him harder. Kick him harder. Um, super kick puts Kennedy down for two. Backdrop gets a two. Uh, Booker grabs a spine buster, uh, but we get a spin Rooney as fucking Charmel's going over to Christian. Distraction, Kennedy gets the victory. What the hell? What Come on now! The Booker, the Booker team is distracted by what's going on here outside the ring. And, oh no! We saw this last week! Booker T on the shoulders of Kennedy! Off the right from the table, but Kennedy's got Booker! Think we are leading to Booker T versus Charmel T. No, Booker versus Charmel. <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> with the T, <sighs> Booker T, Charmel T, a cup of tea on a pole. The winner on a tea pole. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's a weapon one side and a cup of tea on the other side. It's up to you which Bug one you get. In a tea bag. Yeah, you got to make a cup of tea to win match. <sighs> Milk's right. I hope you got to climb ladder to get milk down. It's a good job we're not Booker's. Nobody had watched. Here comes, watched here comes the cocaine dealing Simon Dean. Let's sell some powder. Uh, with the Dean machine. His old little Segas. Um, he says that Batista is a Simon system user. It's definitely steroids. It, it's definitely. Yeah. Uh, it's made him bigger, stronger and faster, but not smarter. But here comes Batista. Uh, and Batista, he can't remember trying the Simon system, so he gives it a go and he goes, yeah, it's made me feel bigger, stronger, more aggressive. Boom. So, Simon Dean versus Batista, as you can imagine, doesn't last very long. So, what I got from that, the Simon system actually works. It makes you bigger, stronger, faster, and you win your match. 
Yeah. Does Simon Dean not take the Simon system? Definitely not. He doesn't. He promotes it, but he doesn't follow his own example, does he? No. Simon Dean needs to start the Simon system. Up next, Michael, Velocity takes over SmackDown as, I feel like it's an eternity ago, we did the Velocity watch-along with, with, Kyle. with Kyle and we saw the debut of, Paul of Pirate Paul. Lucky White Gangrel. Yes. Without um, the blood. So because of that, and it was William Regal versus Scotty Tuotti, uh, because of that, we've now got a tag match of Regal and Paul Birchall versus Scotty Tuotti, and he needs a partner, right? And Birchall's coming to kick fuck out of him, right? Regal's an hard bastard as it is. Yeah. Who the fuck? Why'd you go and ask for Naki? <laughs> you need backup. You go and ask for Naki. Rikishi's not there. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, Booker T was busy earlier. I'd be asking Batista. Yeah, because he didn't pick a sweat. Now then, Dave. <laughs> You've got like, time. Dave, you're still jacked up on that Simon system, right? Come with me. Come out to the ring with me. Yeah. And help because that with Eagle and his pirate mate. Exactly. Who's not a pirate yet. Um, Fujiwara Armbar makes Scotty tapping. I think it was very, very quick. Uh, but Birchall, he looked strong. But again, you're against Funaki and Scotty. It's hard to not look strong. And did you see Scotty to what he was in AW? I saw. Yes. Um, he, he debuted banging it, banging it, banging it. They got the rights to the music. But he was called, he was called Scott, Scott Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> not the same. It's not the same. It's just like Adam versus fucking Jason. <laughs> it's not the Adson same. Adam and It is the same because it's still Edge and Christian, but it's not the same. Even though JR kept calling him Edge. Yeah. I think that's the main reason I've never really got invested in another promotion because I'm such a WWE mark yeah. that you just it's not the same. I know you from WWE. You'll <laughs> yeah. always be the guy from WWE. 100%. Page or whatever her name is now. Sir Soraya. Roy. Your page. page. <laughs> Ambrose is Ambrose. Yeah. Even though it was Moxley before whoever was Ambrose. So I, I, still call, I know you're from WWE. I, I called Danielson. Brian, uh, Daniel Brown. Yeah. And it's Cesaro, not Claudio. Claudio Castagnoli. We're backstage and we see Eddie Guerrero standing behind a bit of a cage. Uh, and he very quietly says that Ray didn't just get Eddie's son, he got his whole family because Vicky Costi did the match. Uh, that made Eddie realise something, though. She wasn't just sho- shoving the ladder over. That made Eddie realise something, though. She wasn't just shoving the ladder over to save Eddie's family because she had lost him too. It's Eddie's fault, though, because he had Ray at the edge of defeat so many times and he toyed with him. He played with him. But next week, Ray will have to take him on. But how can he beat someone who has already lost everything? He's correct though, isn't he? He's right. I've got nothing but to lose. How he was pushing his own face against the cage, it was like he wanted to fuck the cage more than he wants <laughs> to fight me. I imagine when he pulled his face off, it was fucking dead marks. <laughs> main event time Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton. Smackdown's throwing some random main events at us. Well, Rory's to be fair, Masters and Carlito. Yeah. But like, but the first week of Smackdown, we had like a, a, a live event, three on three. And now Ray versus Randy to main event. Two guys who belong in the main event were superstars for the main Definitely, event. Definitely, but it's just, it's a new, I suppose it's a breath of fresh air for SmackDown, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose. It's not the same match we've seen over and over again. Yeah. To JBL. Um, into the match, head scissors sets up 619, but uh, Bob Orton's there to break up the West Coast pop. Randy hits him low, puts Ray on top for a super RKO. Well, he's not going to hit it normal, is he? To get the victory. And then we get a little promo package hyping up next week's move to Fridays. Um, because then it stops being pre-recorded, doesn't it, for a while? Yeah. It goes to being live. 
Yeah, um, as yeah, SmackDown goes off the air. What did you make? How many mavens? Not the worst SmackDown. Uh, I'd give that one 2.3, 2. 2.5. 2, we don't do that. <laughs> 2.5. Round it up. I'd fair. say that was better than the better SmackDown than last before. Ones. Yeah, so I'd, I'd say SmackDown 2.5. So it was like one apiece, then you'd say? Yes, but it's like Randy's not going to hit a normal RK on Ray. It's like he's jumps off RKO. Yeah. Ray's just stood there looking up like, yeah. okay. He jumps higher than Ray. Or <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, there was the, the time, was it, where Mustafa Ali, when he did the reversal for the RKO, when he did the handstand. Mm. Yeah. I suppose Ray could have done something like that. Um, moving on then. You'll like this one, Mike. It's Monday Night Raw. It's September the 5th, 2004. We are, we are at. The Gaylord Entertainment Centre in Nashville, Tennessee. What year? 2005. You said four. Your ears are wrong. <laughs> we kick things off with Kurt Angle versus Eugene. Uh, Eugene gets all fired up and he tries the um, three-point stance, Jim Duggan clothesline. Doesn't work, though. Uh, knee into the post, ankle lock, Angle gets the win. Um, with it, a great line from King on commentary. You talk about intensity, integrity and intelligence. Eugene doesn't have any. <laughs> it doesn't fuck around. Uh, after the match, Angle keeps the hold on. Um, John Cena comes out to make the save, but Tonko runs out into the boot and boots Cena in the face. Uh, we get a "You can't see me" from Kurt Angle. So does that tell me that we're building towards a tag match of Cena and Eugene versus Angle and Tonko? Why is Raw gone weird? Tonko just kicked Cena right in the face. Tonko just took Cena's head off. Man, oh man, look at this. Uh-oh, uh-oh. The hell is a meeting of... You saw that! You saw that! That's really what you need to get out of the game. Now it's the ball! And Cena, he may have his jaw dislocated there from that shot to the face by Tomko. And I think, I think Kurt Angle just told John Cena, you never saw that coming, did you? And you can say that John Cena did see it coming, but it sure was a thing of beauty. Oh. Tyson Tomko just nailing John Cena right in the kisser, sticking your nose where it doesn't belong. Well, John Cena just paid the price. Because Triple H isn't there. <laughs> but it's, so is Tomko Angle's problem solver now? I presume so. I presume so. As we found out after the break that Bischoff makes tonight, I guess it's going to be a main event, John Cena versus Tyson Tomko. So there you go. Uh, up next, um, because we need a tag match, it's Val Venus and Viscera versus the Heartthrobs. Triple V. Yeah. Uh, Too fair, that tag team does sort of make it does, sense. They both like shagging. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're the shaggers. Yeah. It's shaggers versus shaggers. Shaggers versus the shaggers, yeah. Uh, Val kicks Romeo into Antonio. Uh, hot tag brings in Viscera. Clean house, double running splash. Samoan drop, Romeo's done. 21 seconds So to explain to me which tag team are the heels. Um, so one's so one team's like just two guys in a bar come over to a girl. Yeah. The other one, the other team, is hey, you could be on camera. Mm. Do you want to come with me with my mate? Who's See, no, massive? I look at it as more the Viscera and Val are two guys that walk into a bar that the girls want to fuck. The Heartthrobs walk into the bar that they're the guys that would probably date rape you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we see highlight package and we see a couple of these throughout the night for the Master Lock Challenge. This yeah. doesn't sit well, sit well with me, this. It's a full Nelson. And how many times do we need to see a guy putting a full Nelson in people that they can't break it? 
Put, put that shit on test. You'll show you how to get out of it. <laughs> it's time for the cabana with Carlito with special guest Ashley Massaro. And he goes, well, hello, Ashley. Um, he says, though, you could be using that big check from Diva Search to like, so he said, "Ah, you ugly bitch. <laughs> Horrible bastard. Um, but Ashley, though, she calls him out for complaining about her hair. Have you seen yours, you scruffy cunt? <laughs> you stuck your fingers in plug socket. <laughs> we see Victoria destroying Ashley last week. Um, Ashley, though, she's ready for Tory Wilson tonight, but Carly, oh, he loads up his apple. But here comes Ric Flair to make the save and probably try and get a piece of Ashley at the same time. Because, woo! He's a gentleman. Yeah, of course, yeah. He's a knight in shining... He's a saviour in shining armour. Because he knows you don't spit on a woman's Flair face. Flair goes for a little bollock grab multiple times. That could be Flair's new move, that. I'm going to make you submit by twisting your balls. Um, and the beatdown's on. Carlito bails, but Flair, he throws a barrel of apples at him. Uh, Flair wants to know where Carlito's going because he's going to school at Unforgiven. And you, that's cool. And you know what else is? Woo! Um, so yeah confirmed Unforgiven this is going to take a bite out of his ass yeah <laughs> very gay um, I see title Unforgiven yeah Carly O'Flair um, Bischoff he gives Matt Hardy he's backstage gives Matt Hardy a cage match with Edge Unforgiven but he says also tonight you have to face Snitsky and straight away I thought fuck me Snitsky's going to get a win that cunt's never won and guess what happens yeah like rock bottom by Snitsky sort of sit out rock bottom Matt Hardy is on one hell of a lose does Matt Hardy lose at Unforgiven he can't. Because <laughs> surely, like, how... Like you said earlier, that Vince had was more invested in the idea of the story than the man himself, which I get that, because Edge... Before all this, Edge was getting pushed as the next guy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, like... If anything, this... Matt this feud has is to get down. a win, surely. Surely. This whole feud is slowing Edge down in my book. <laughs> yeah. But, fucking... Of course, fucking Big Slow comes out. Of course. It's too slow. It takes him fucking ages. They've, ages. They've just fucking almost killed my heart every time he's got to the ring. <laughs> that was the fucking point. But again, uh, we had another fucking uh, Big Show Snitsky segment that is telling me more and more that we're going to get a match with these on Unforgiven, which I don't want on, we don't need, they, these two could have a blow-off match to their little feud thing on Raw. It could kick off Raw and be done with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I feel like Snitsky needs to go. Well, he just go away for a bit and then comes back when he's fucking head bald and a bit more grisly and dodgy teeth looking and shit like that. And he ran for ECW, I think, Snitsky, you know, yeah. like maybe. Um, yeah, where the booking was the ogre. Yeah, but Big Show's lost. I don't like Big Show needs to be a bad guy. They need to stop making Big Show a good guy because he's a terrible good guy. But the and I've said this for years though, Big Show in himself, the gimmick, the character, the aura, it's lost. The minute maybe the minute John Cena picked him up, mm. that may have lost it. The minute Brock Lesnar picked him up, lost With ease. It. yeah. Uh, I know obviously that's because Brock Lesnar is a machine anyway, and Cena's a machine, I suppose. But I think like you had Hogan slam Andre. And that was such a big deal because that was Hogan being the next. And no one else picked Andre up. Yeah, um, but, but whenever the other cunts picking up, Big, big Show gets picked up all the time, and he gets. But then, like in his early days, he, we're getting picked up all the time, and it just it loses the the aura of. Well, he should be a giant. He should be unstoppable. Yeah. Nobody should be able to beat Big Show. Nobody, even now, as a big old granddad. Do you know what I mean? Even though he's got shot legs and he, he's got like inverted kneecaps, <laughs> but. For me, the aura just died with Big Show. And now, in 2005, I am done with Big Show. There is nothing Big Show can do right now that can make me go, have oh, you seen that? Nothing. Literally rip someone's head off. Yeah. Yeah. 
Kill a man. Virtually kill With him. With his bare Kill a man on live TV. Yeah. That's the only thing he could do now. Only thing you've got left, show. Only thing you've got left. Um, up next, it's not main event. Tonko versus John Cena. Cena finishes him Tomka. in fucking no time at all. Not even Brock a sweat. Not even Brock a sweat. Boring. Tonko, I know he, he plays the hired goon role, but he's not a very good one. Like when you play a video game, he's your first boss. Yeah, but Tonko's always the first boss. <laughs> and, That's what I mean. Yeah, but then he's, he's, he's always the shittest boss. Yeah, but there's never a final boss. Or if the final boss is you. If your bodyguard's the first boss, you're the final boss, maybe. Yeah. But there's just one boss and then the final boss. <laughs> Short video game. <laughs> it come out for Wii. <laughs> um, after the match, Angle runs in, smashes Cena all over, uh, throws him face first into the set. Angle slam on the stage. Angle holding up the title. Um, so, yeah, Angle's looking strong, which means Cena's going to whoop him at Unforgiven. And we've still got one brawl left. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ain't no new champion this month either. <laughs> uh, Tony Wilson versus Ashley Massaro because we still need to keep running with this. Uh, Victoria and Candice Michelle I feel like Ashley needs some pals. No, she needs a yeah. few more pals. Um, Ashley fights back but finally gets put down by all three of them and the fact it took all three of them to beat To Ashley, beat the new girl. Yeah, yeah. At least that's kind of making the new girl a little bit strongish but she's still not started like coming in battering people. Yeah. I mean, like she's never going to win world title. No. women's title. Well, look like Gail Kim, right? Gail Kim got shit on, but she still won't world title in a debut match. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Even though she got shit on, oh, and don't she notes she signed our sign with TNA. She's that TNA's newest star. Fingers crossed. She's There's a manager. Yeah, <laughs> for up, a bit. Up next, no, I mean in 2005. Not in, yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, is she a manager for me, sir? manager. Ah, America's most wanted. Up next. Ever since KY moved to Palm Springs, he's been a different person. I mean, now look, please, get with the program, JR. You remember back in your day when Muhammad Ali, you know, he had to change his name to Muhammad Ali. Some people still try to call him Cassius Clay, but this is the same situation here. He was Shelton Conway. Shelton Benjamin versus just look at me. But here comes Kerwin in his golf cart and having a bit of a dance. Uh, Lola, he compare, compares Kerwin White's name change from similar to Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali. Because it's that same level. It's that same level. Um, I feel like it, that's opposite though. I feel like if you compared Kerwin to Muhammad Ali, he'd be like, well, I'm not black. And then it'd be off then. I feel like that'd be pouring petrol on a very racist fire. Um, White, he trips Shelton it up in the golf cart, allowing Conway to get the roll up. So whoever Shelton pissed off, is still they're still pissed fuming off. with him. Fuming. But does that tell me we're down the line we're having Kerwin versus Shelton unforgiven potentially? Pretty sure. Maybe Sunday Night Heat, maybe. I don't know. If Kerwin's going to have his debut match, it's not going to be on Sunday Night Heat. Can't be. Because in Vince's mind, this character's amazing. This character's going to go on like... I don't, Opening match. How long would this character have gone on for if Eddie hadn't passed? Do you know what I mean? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know how long, how much longer it could go if Eddie well, had died. Well, I say if Eddie had died, because surely, like, standards and practices or whatever the official name for it is, they would have got involved at some point because there's only so far you can go on national TV with, ha, you're black, <laughs> before yeah. somebody starts. I know it's 2005. I mean, and if Shelton comes for Kerry, he's just going to call it cops. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it's, yeah. Or if Shelton looks at him wrong, mm. he's going to call it cops. I feel like they, they would have got too deep in with it and it would have started to, like, cause a lot of. 
sponsorships and stuff like that because yeah. I know obviously we're not in that era of the uh, happy family sponsorships do you know that we are now where we're still in the era of fucking PlayStation games and Castle GTX and not really it don't matter not Mountain Dew yeah yeah um but I still feel like we would have got to a point where somebody somewhere would have been like, WWE, you need to stop that now, please. You're starting to be very racialist on the TV. Uh, up next, Jesus fucking Christ. Two things. One thing, they're finally tagging because we haven't seen them for ages. Your tag champs are right here. And also, the debut of Lance Kidd and Trevor Murdoch. Um, head scissors puts Murdoch down, crossbody gets a two. Rosie and Cade, they fight to the floor. Murdoch hits a jawbreaker and a top rope bulldog finishes the hurricane. Um, so what did you make to our new... They just don't look... They look weird together. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if... Before, if Cade was that in shape or not. Because he was originally with Jinjak. Reflection of... Yes. Imperfection. And, but he looks a lot more... Athletic now compared yeah. to the next to Murdoch. Yeah, yeah. But is uh, that because Murdoch's, Murdoch's uh, yeah, that's Murdoch's bit of a gimmick. Fat yeah, he's, that's his gimmick. But yeah, I just don't think I don't I don't see it. I don't get it. They don't no. look they look like two completely different gimmicks. They don't look a tag right team. together. No, they don't. But they, they obviously they go on to a bit of success doing the tag belts and, and everything else, but um and obviously Cade Cade's there for a bit. Yeah, but uh Cade go with Jericho for a bit yeah. as well, doesn't he? Before when Jericho cuts his hair. Um, so yeah, so Cade sticks around for a couple of years. See, Jericho's gone for a couple of years, um, but Murdoch, I don't know, just as a team, it just doesn't fit for me. I don't know what it is about it. It just, yeah, it, one of them's like proper Southern Henry Godwin lives on a farm, yeah, and the other one's this like chiselled new. It, yeah, it doesn't work for me. It doesn't work. Maybe I just don't. But I remember. So you got your like your classic Hollywood cowboy. Yeah. Then you got your modern Hollywood cowboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you brought back mountain guy. Yeah, I'd say that's probably your connection. But yeah, because this was always the issue I had back in the day. Like I said, when I first encountered Caden Murdoch, I was like, I don't think they're for me, you know. There's just something about them. I just don't, they don't sit as a team. I don't see them. Two singles guys, maybe. Mm. But as a team, I just don't see it. Don't see it. And But fair fucks to Murdoch, what is he now? NWA champion. Oh, it was. Well, yeah, but fair fucks to him. He's still fucking good. I think he lost it back to Aldis, who lost... No, he lost it to uh, Cardona. Mm. You, Cardona. Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> um, we get the fourth video package of the Masterlock highlights. We have four of these. Like, some of the greatest feuds in professional wrestling have not had this much attention put to them. <laughs> I think these... Promos for the Masterlock have lasted longer than every single Rock Austin promo. <laughs> yeah, like Mania, Mania 17, the My Way promo. Yeah. Probably the greatest promo in professional wrestling that's ever produced. Well, that was like five minutes long. And we've had like 20 minutes of Masterlock Challenge promos. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it is main event time. Masterlock Challenge. It's weird, man, at the minute. Um, Sean comes out. Sean breaks the Masterlock. Sort of. <laughs> he can't escape it properly, so he kicks him in the dick. But he breaks it, though. He breaks it. He doesn't... He gets the, I know he can't fully get out of it, but he breaks the fucking grip. Yeah. So, but, you know, kick him in the dick, he's going down. That's very true. Um, and then Sean takes... Because it's Sean, of course he does. He takes a lovely shot, uh, chair shot to the head and it busts him clean open as Raw goes off the air. 
Chris Masters in the master lock, looking strong as fuck, and Michael's looking fucked. Like, if we are going to push Masters as a new big fucking burly meaty heel, then this is the perfect Michael's way of doing it. Michael's is perfect, Perfect way of doing it. Um, but yeah, that was Raw, goes off the air. Michael's a bloody crimson mess. What did you make? How many mavens? Two mavens, not the best Raw, not the worst. Agreed. Agreed. Would be better than my bridge. <laughs> this one didn't have any auto bridge. Um, who, who, have we got any sort of standout stars so far? Masters? Yeah. He's probably the best new Rose. guy on row. Yeah. Shit Lex Luger. Well, shit Lex Luger. Moving on then. Doing, doing possibly being featured better than Luger was last put over in the mm, WWE. Yeah. Well, if you think Luger's last like little bit of a run... After he was like teaming with Bulldog and shit like yeah. that, and it weren't great. After the WrestleMania 10 experiment that didn't work, well, more the Royal Rumble 94 experiment, where do you think Luger should win? And fans like, mm, no. Do you think Brett should win? They go, yeah! yeah. <laughs> now, again, everybody, and welcome to SmackDown from the arena. Center in Atlanta, Georgia. Michael Cole and Taz in ringside. And tonight, what a show we have in store, including a steel cage match, Ray versus Eddie. And Cole, these two men have a story past, heavy past, but tonight, steel cage, Mysterio Ferrer. Two championships on the line, including Chris Benoit defending the United States title against Orlando Jordan. And the question is, can Orlando Jordan Recapture the United States gold from Beverly. And in a bull rope match, the World Heavyweight Championship on the line of the main event, Batista versus JBL. They walk in with the seed is the champion's gonna have his hands full with the challenger. Moving on then, smack of the down. September the 9th, 2005, we're in the Gwinnett Center in Duluth, Georgia. Uh, we've just under 4,000 people in attendance. Smackdown's moved to Fridays. We've got a big night ahead of us. We've got a cage match. We've got a bull rope match. We've got Hyde and and Animal defending the tag titles against Eminem. Are we doing oh, it? Are we finally doing it? We're doing it. We're doing it. Um, and also, no. this uh, the first hour of this show was aired on WWE.com for absolute free uh, because of the victims of Hurricane Katrina. Ah. Remember Hurricane Katrina? It wiped out fucking everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so this for, for it was um, a I, I believe it was a benefit concert or something along them lines where WWE put their content involved with it as well. So yeah, we'll do our bit. We'll air first hour of SmackDown free to everybody. Which fair play. You start somewhere. I feel like that wasn't a Vince move. Part of the kind of <laughs> network. Oh, the network decided. Uh, we open up with our tag team titles, Hydra Mike and Animal versus Eminem. So are we actually taking the titles off him? Uh... No. Uh, Melina brings the belt in, she gets caught, allows Animal to hit Mercury with the belt in the head to retain, and still your tag team champions, Legion of Doom 2.9. So Animal has to resort to a title shot. To keep the belts. That's what the Legion of Doom have got to that point now, where they have to use heel tactics. I remember... But the Legion of Doom, didn't matter what tag team it were, they could be a named, a named tag team, a known named tag team. Legion of Doom fucking you up. Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, 
They're going to throw you about and pin you. Absolutely, they are. Absolutely, they are. Not, oh, you brought title in, so I'm going to use it. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Up next, Paul Birchall versus Scotty Torti. Fujiwara armbar makes Scotty tap very quickly. Um, Again. What's the, what's the point of people wrestling Scotty Tuati? What's the point of Scotty Tuati? Did Scotty get beat up that bad? The first time by Birchall when he debuted on Velocity. They were like, I want to fight them two in a tag match. I'll get a partner. I want to fight him. <laughs> he's, my arm. He's the number one. He's number one on my hit list. Uh, we see Ken Kennedy. He comes up to Charmel in the back and introduces himself while bragging about beating Booker. Um, Charmel leaves, but Kennedy brings up the lack of title shots that Booker's received, um, like, let's say, against Chris Benoit. Um, friends shouldn't let friends drink drive, uh, but they should give friends title shots. Yeah. Uh, Orton. At SummerSlam, you and your father had your fun at my expense. Now you can hide behind all the rubber masks that you like, but you can't hide from the dead man. And soon you will find out what death and the undertaker have in common. We wait for no man. Randy Orton, your time has come. As you said, it was because of of of, of the, the, the charade of Cowboy Bob Orton with that mask on. That RKO nailed the dead man. Undertaker, I got to be honest with you. Myself, myself, and my father here, we are we are surprised to see that you had the guts to come here tonight. After I killed your legend at SummerSlam. We figured you'd crawl back to Death Valley and never show your face again. But... Disconcerting remarks for Randy Orton. I am a man of my word. My father raised me to do so. And seeing as you're here today, I will do as I said. I have a gift to present to you, Undertaker. If I could get some help from the back, please bring out Undertaker's gift right now. 
Right here, put it right here. What the hell? Now everybody knows, everybody knows that my father and I signed a copy of the new Undertaker DVD. Put it up for auction on WWE.com where we raised funds for Undertaker's retirement. I've matched dollar for dollar that amount. And here we have this check. Father, if you would please, let's make it official. He's gonna, Randy's gonna, he's gonna sign the check. Hey, he's making it official. But RKO Enterprises. You have any idea what that signature's worth? What signature's worth money? Undertaker, let me present to you your retirement fund in the amount of $1,416. If you want it, come get it. Ooh, wow. Okay. <laughs> the look on the Undertaker's face. Comes Undertaker to deal with the Ortons. Undertaker says that he and Death wait for no man, and Randy and Bob can go come and get out here right now. Ortons come out, they come on the stage, and they bring the check of $1,416 towards Undertaker's retirement fund. If Taker wants it, he can come and get it. Instead, he burns it with some lightning because he's Taker. <laughs> Money to burn. <laughs> Ooh, like it, like it. Up next, then, cage match Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. Um, I quite like how uh, Eddie he just as soon as like the match started, Eddie just walked over to him and started beating on him. Like there were no kind of no look up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No rush. No like running over. No screaming. Just walk over and start kicking fuck out. Yeah. Sends him into the cage a couple of times. Um, Eddie, Eddie. Well, towards the end of the match, Eddie has the chance to finally get the win. Climbs to the top of the cage. He looks up, looks around, looks down. Frog splash. And what really bothers me in a cage match. But fair play, Eddie finally gets a victory, but he gets a victory with a 1-2-3. Ray can't stop Eddie now, that's it! And walk down the steps. His feet just gonna touch the floor. Guerrero! One look back, but... What's he doing? He's got it. All he's doing. All he's gotta do is... What the hell is that? Well, I think Eddie... Eddie, look at this! Frog splash for the top row! Two, three! defeated Rey Mysterio. And now this. And now the trash talk. Well, that's his MO. That's Guerrero's MO. There's no need for this. Fine, great. You got the win. The monkey's off your back, I guess. Eddie finally gets a win then. Finally beats Rey. He can finally, he finally beat Rey again. But surely he would have like tried to, the manipulating Eddie of old would have tried to get Dominic back on available. 
found Sets a way him. to manipulate him. Yeah, it's a Friday him. night. Yeah, found He's a way. Got, Dominic's not got school next yeah, morning. found a way to manipulate him to get Dom back involved. Do you know what I mean? And stop, do you know, get Dom as, as again, like, put Dom on the line. Do you know, like, if I go for your title mm. and you win, you win your title, when we have a next match, if you're still champion, I want your title. So we had a ladder match and I wanted your kid. You won. You won your kid. So the rematch, there's a rematch clause in every contract. So in theory, this cage match should have been for the custody of Dominic. But, shall CPS got involved with the ladder match, didn't they? So? That doesn't I don't think CPS would have put a, a clause in contract. They could have been. Or adoption papers, whatever they're called. <laughs> they could have been. <laughs> you get a rematch. If it doesn't happen, don't worry, he gets a rematch. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Eddie finally gets a victory on Ray. Hopefully now we can put that to bed. That storyline's... We've had a lot... New enough all year. And we're WrestleMania. What, yeah, so what? From April it's to sort September. Of from Rumble, really? Yeah, yeah. So that, that storyline's run its course. Um, like I said, started out as friends, tag team champions, hated each other, started fighting. Eddie couldn't get I away. I want your kid. I want I my want, kid. I want your kid. But it's actually my kid. But now it's your kid. Um, so yeah. I think it's time now for that storyline to be put to bed. Let's move on for both of them. Both of them completely... One of them could do with a draft. One of them could do with a Monday Night Raw. Eddie Guerrero to Raw. Mm. But we've not long had a did draft. He, did he... Did he... Dif, uh, did he separate him? Mm. Definitely. But what do we do with Ray? Do we put Ray back into a cruiserweight division? I think Ray's far too big now. Like, figure it... Figuratively. <laughs> he's a fat cunt. <laughs> Figuratively, yeah. he's far too big yeah, for the his star, his star power is too big for the cruiserweight division now. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see where they go. Up next, US title time. We are, for, it's Knight of Champions tonight. Chris Benoit versus Orlando Jordan. And can he do it again? So he's done 25.5, 24.6. He beats Orlando in 22.5 seconds. So Orlando has now lasted a full minute. <laughs> against Ben Watson in, in SummerSlam in three, four matches three matches <laughs> it's madness isn't it do you like Orlando Jordan must be going home at night to their lad and going Vince thinks I'm shit you know <laughs> to his lad <laughs> to his lad he, well, he likes both <laughs> oh he goes on to he goes on to Truple what do they call him Truple what do they, Thruple yeah, Thruple yeah it's like babe and babe. <laughs> it happened again. Um, we're backstage with Long and Cannon and they announced next week it's Taker versus Randy. But it's main event time. It's Batista versus JBL in a bull rope match for the SmackDown world title. Uh, clothesline from L is blocked by JBL. He's blocked with a forearm and uh, we get a whipping from the bull rope because of course it's yeah, a bull rope it's match. It's a bull rope match. you got to do the whip. Uh, but Batista bomb connects. JBL's busted open. Uh, Batista, he goes and slowly walks around the ring and gets to... This is why I don't like this match, because it's the same thing, whether it's a fucking bull rope, this, this a chain bit. or whatever. It's the con- Get rid of that bit. This is how they win that match. I go one, two, three. You go one, two, three. And there is. Last one. Yeah. Um, so, Spinebuster, Batista gets the fourth one, because JBL never wins the world title again. <laughs> Um, fuck. We get and then we get a video promo hype for Undertaker and Orton for next week as SmackDown goes off the air. So what did you make to SmackDown live on a Friday? That the shot of Batista holding the bloody rope at the end was oh. a great visual. Again, I fucking hate that corner touch rule. Yeah. Just have it as you gotta 
you you strapped together, but you can even buy pinfall or submission. Yeah. Last man standing. Have last man standing in them rules. Like I said, if it me, I just pick them up and then you joke me. Yeah, but that's what I mean though. It adds to that. Like, um, yeah, I'd definitely have or add some form of knockout rule or count to ten or get back up from ten or something like that. Definitely, yeah. because the four corner thing, it gets boring, it gets dull. Every once you've watched one, one. rope match, one strap match, where they've done the corner, you've watched win. them all exactly. Two mate, uh, two and a half mavens, so it was a good show. Yeah, the cage match was the, great. The star power and the titles on the line and everything else. I mean, you had three titles on the line. You had a big cage match. That was a pay per view worthy episode of SmackDown. I'm going three. Oh, yeah, pay per view worthy episode. Not great. I think if Eminem would have won tag titles... If they'd have won, it would have been three. That three would have been a 3.5, right? Um, I think I like the Benoit stuff at the minute, so that that, that makes it quite... Yeah, a three, yeah. Best episode we've had so far. I don't think we've had a three Smackdown yet. Well, that was a free Smackdown. Definitely not this year. Yeah, uh, that, that, I thought that would, that would class that for me. Class, like I said, it where... You got you got multiple titles. You got you've got the Orton and Taker stuff getting built. There's a, there's more stuff going off on SmackDown right now than there is on Raw. Is Raw. Yeah. And Raw's got a pay per view next week. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. And speaking of a pay per view <coughs> next week, it's time for the Go Home Show. It's September the twelfth, two thousand and five. We're at the Alltel Arena in Little Rock, Arkansas. We've just over four and a half thousand people in attendance, and we kick things off with the Big Slow versus the R-rated superstar Big Show versus Edge. Um, the choke slams loaded up, but Snitsky comes out for a DQ. But then Matt comes out, so holler, hold holler, on a minute, player, player, player. It's Big Show and Matt Hardy versus Edge and Snitsky. Um, Show takes Edge to the floor, but misses a big boot over the barricade. Um, Edge hits him with a briefcase, leaving Matt to take over on Snitsky. Um, leg drop connects, but Lita grabs Matt's leg. Low blow cuts Matt off, and Edge hits the spear for the victory. After the match, just to add that little bit more insult into the pathetic career of Matt Hardy, <laughs> later it's him with Twister Fate. I know. Okay. Right, Matt, thanks for coming back. Right. I know you feel like you've been emasculated by your ex and everything, but she's going to hit your finisher on you. I wonder if, like, they have a meeting, like in the booking department, they have a meeting, right, we're so... Matt goes, right, so what's plan then, Vince? Right, so you're going to bring me back. We're going to have this feud with Edge. What's the plan? What's week by week? Show me the breakdown. And he sends him an Excel document, right? Matt Hardy opens it up and it's got columns. It's got the date. It's got location. It's got event. It's got opponent. And it's got win or loss. <laughs> it just goes, la, 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 la. It's like, oh, so you've got loads of plans for me, yeah? <laughs> I'm not going to win fuck all never. Like, when's he win again? On a team with Justin Gabriel? <laughs> he has to win at Unforgiven. He's got to. Got to. Sure. And then they have a blow-off pay-per-view match. Uh, what's after Unforgiven on Ross? Like Survivor Series. Taboo Tuesday? Taboo Tuesday, yeah, maybe. Or Cyber Sunday, whichever one. Oh. Can't remember. Well, yeah, he's got to get the win. I know it changes from one to the other. Yeah, yeah. Soon, yeah. It's this a, year or yeah. next. Um, here comes Shawn Michaels. Um, we look at him failing to break the master lock last week and getting busted open. Um, people have been asking what Sean was thinking because no one has been able to break the master lock. Then Sean sat down and let Masters put his best hold on when money wasn't even on the line. So why did he do it? Because he's the heartbreak kid and he does things that people don't. That's why Chris Masters decided to bust his head open and at Unforgiven, he'll find out that that was a big mistake. Uh, Sean has become famous for taking things too far and Masters will have his hands full tonight. And then there goes, woo! Ric Flair comes out. 
Flair's ready to take down the 24-year-old tonight, and Sean says they won't be a master lock because masters will be chewing on 10 inches of shoe leather. So, yeah, we are building this new and guy he, versus Sean the was, old guy. Uh, it looked like he was signaling for the title, but he was a bit going a bit down. <laughs> like, whilst he was saying shoe leather as well. Like, are you talking about shoe yeah. leather or he's old man leather? He's basically saying that Ric Flair tonight is going to put Chris Masters in the figure four to the point where he gets unconscious and then he's going to teabag him. <laughs> That's right. Why have Monday Night Raw? <laughs> first time ever. JR King, first time ever. It's a teabag. A teabag. A teabag. Wasn't that the guy in Revolution? <laughs> no, it was, it was T-bar. Crowbar. Um, up next, it is Shelton Benjamin versus Kerwin White. So it's so it's not happening on Forgiven, it's happening on the blow-off show. Um, Samoan drop and a backdrop by Shelton. Dragon Whip puts White on the floor, but he uses the golf club for the DQ. What a light. You're going to be racist The fucking now. coat hanger. <laughs> he pulls his fucking vest on coat hanger. <laughs> like, if he does that every single night, every match, they might have something. <laughs> Well, do you like the fact that you've got the the, the rich white man beating up the black, black man with a golf, golf club? club. <laughs> no, I didn't like that. <laughs> Vince, he loves a fucking bit of racialist. I mean, he didn't even shout four. <laughs> it just swings. Um, here comes uh, the Divas, Tory Wilson, Candice Michelle and Victoria. Um, and King, he shows us his uh, bod body spray. So I think that's one of the sponsors of Black Leaps. right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, they've been having fun with Ashley lately and would like her to come to the ring. A little bit cold for Tori though, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, just a touch. Um, they bring, Ashley comes out, Tori says that she's passed the initiation so that she can join the club now. Um, Ashley isn't stupid enough to come to the ring and get jumped again, at least not alone. And she brings out, I'd said she'd have to come back as a, as a face. I said this fucking ages ago. Whoa! Whoa! She likes to rock and roll. Trish Stratus making her return finally recovered from the arm and the neck and the nose and god she's had a bad run of injuries but yeah didn't she get like someone dropped by a visitor yes is that what put her out that what put her out kayfabe wise um, but yeah so Trish is back and Trish is now a face again up next Ric Flair versus Chris Masters um, Flair he gets uh, <laughs> lovely so that, I love that move that only like old school wrestlers do the clap the hands round the head and it makes your ears ring <laughs> they don't do that move anymore in wrestling it's fucking brilliant building <laughs> yeah um, Flair gets fired up uh, Shinbreaker figure four but Carlito comes out for the DQ after the match Sean makes the save but Masters sends him shoulder first into the post and grabs a master lock so yeah I feel of like of course we're getting I feel like Sunday beat down. Sunday Masters Michaels is gonna have or maybe sorry flip it Sunday, Flair, Carlito may be having interference from Masters and Michaels. It's not a feeling. I have a feeling. I can't remember. I can't. I don't think I've ever watched it. I really don't. I uh, know the result of one of the two matches. Mm. No, I don't. I, I, well, I know. The IC title. A lot of them, yeah, I know that one. And I know that Cena wins. Lol. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> apart from anything else, I don't know. So, yeah, I am looking forward to it. Um, up next tag, tag, tag match Caden uh, Murdoch versus random team of Tajiri and Eugene yeah because why not well like used to team real and regal used to be team real and regal that's Vince's logic that is definitely Vince's logic <laughs> you can logic. team together definitely Vince's logic 
Um, Tarantula gets set up, but Murdoch who makes the save. Powerbomb into a top rope elbow finishes Tajiri. Um, I feel like they need... Hey, Cade, who's your favourite wrestler? The guy who's famous, who's that? Shawn Michaels. Elbow drop. Elbow drop. Yeah, I feel like they need a tag team finish. They do need a... But for me, they just don't... I don't, I don't get I don't get it. Yeah. I don't feel like they're a tag team. I just don't get it. What, what would their finish be? Um, super kick into German suplex. Someone FTR would do. <laughs> what, the 3D week code breaker? Yeah, why not? Uh, I'd say more like heart attack would be better for them. Yes, yeah. But with Murdoch the one delivering it, Cade holding him, yeah. Murdoch the one coming in with a cross body though instead of a clothesline. Have some like or Otis or foot that that breaker. Might as well, let's go fuck it all out. Frankensteiner into a stunner. So Frankensteiner, you Frankensteiner, flip, you flip him off right? as they into air, a hurricane like, Oh, catch him and then flip him again. <laughs> Jesus, it make your belly sick. Um, That's some fucking AW. That. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Did you see the one on NXT though the other day where the they're the two wrestlers holding the guy on the middle rope. Doing a side moonsault and they yeah. fling the cunt into the air. That was so AW that. Like, give over with that. It's nonsense. Like, all of them waiting in our way going, oh! The stupidest. Oh, fucking hate it. I hate those outside dive spots. Oh, awful. Awful. So, what, are you having for, for your dinner tonight? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I was on last two in China. Oh, shit, look, wrestler! Um, oh, we've got about five minutes. What are you doing on Sunday? We see Edge and Leiter on the stage and they're talking about how resilient Matt Hardy is. The man won't hold him down, but the woman clearly certainly will. Uh, everyone can change with a cruel twist of fate. Edge has taken everything from Matt, and on Sunday, he takes his career too. Poor fucking Matt Hardy. <laughs> Where's the we want Matt chance? Where's the boo? Because they got slag? what they wanted. <laughs> they don't want him no more. Wrestling fans are fickle. <laughs> we don't want him anymore, though. <laughs> you brought him back. It's like when, when you're a kid, right, and... You, You've got a toy, you put it put it on the floor, and then your friend picks it up and starts playing with it. No, that's mine, I want it. And then once you have it, you don't want it anymore. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Main event time, John Cena versus Kurt Angle and Tyson Tonko. Uh, Tonko needs Cena in the ribs, Angle gets a two off of belly to belly. Um, German suplex, but Cena still holding on to Tonko, uh, which was fucking brilliant. So you got Angle suplexing Cena, but Cena suplexing yeah, Tonko. Drop on well. Tonko. Fucking Great spot. Brilliant. Um, uh, Tonko boots Angle down by mistake, though, and an FU puts Tonko away. After the match, Angle beats Cena down, uh, cranks on his arm, Angle slam, wraps his leg around the post, he batters him. Bishop gets in Cena's face, he's shouting about how he's better, Angle's better, everything that is going to be taken away on Cena on Sunday. So Raw goes off to the air. The final Raw before Unforgiven. The final Raw in this episode of John Cena looking battered, which means that Cena wins C- well. Yep. <laughs> what did you of make of Of course Cena's going to look battered going into pay Because he's got to rise up. <laughs> That's it. He never gives up. Never give up. Never give up. Rise up. Never give Damn up. it. What did you make? How many Mavens? Same for last few. Two Maven. Two Maven. I feel they peaked early doors did Raw on this show. I feel like because they had Shelton versus Angle, I think that's the only Everything way... Everything after that has <laughs> just been a... It's not got shit. It's just been, but it's just it's been not, bang average. Yeah. It's been bang it's average. It's not got yeah, yeah. good. Nothing's made me go, wow. Um, I'm not wanting to tune in next week for Masters, Michaels, Carlito, Flair. I feel like they don't seem to have a main event at the minute, even though they've got Cena. 
because Triple H is the way making babies. <laughs> if Michaels is a face again now, after Cena wins slow, Angle Michaels three. Yeah, but I yeah. know. Oh, I think are we going to go? So what we got next from Raw? So we've got this uh, Unforgiven Table Tuesday uh, Survivor Series. Armageddon, or is that going to be a SmackDown? That's SmackDown. Mm. So there's not many till there's Tabby not many Tuesday, till Rumble, is there? Series, Rumble. Yeah, there's not many till the Rumble. So I think are we going to have another Angle match? Don't do Year's Revolution. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So are we going to have Angle Cena now, Angle Cena again, and then maybe one more new feud for Cena before he loses it to Edge? I don't know. Only time will tell. Remember. Only time will tell. Anyway. Are you ready then, Michael, for the final smack of the down on their little build to well? This should now really be the start of their build towards no next pay-per-view because I believe it is. they've had the um, the first smackdown that we've been building to, the first so smackdown this is, on the Friday. Should this be a is reset a smackdown now. after their pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This should be a reset now. Um, so it's September the 16th, 2005, at the Altel Arena in Little Rock, Arkansas, with 4,500 people in attendance. We kick things off with Chris Benoit versus Christian in a non It's not OJ for a change. Uh. <laughs> but Orlando Jordan, he does come out and says he wants another shot. Uh, Back of the line, boy. Christian and Jordan, they beat uh, Benoit down, but Jordan gets caught in the crossface, but Booker T makes the save. Hold, now, hold on, on a minute, player. No, but the referee makes it into a tag match, which Teddy Long's backstage going, hey, fucking my gig, dickhead. I've got this fucking HR knob in front of network breathing down my neck. That's probably why the referee took initiative. Because it, 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 long it the pressure. Long would have come out, but he's probably tied up with fucking HR cunt. That ref might need a promotion then. Might be. Um, Unprettier finishes Benoit. Um, Christian wins down. a match. Christian wins a match. With the Unprettier, it doesn't win many matches, does that move? That's probably the most reverse finisher. win matches. No. Unless he's in AW, because he smashes it in AW with uh, Luchasaurus. Yeah, he's it, not Luchasaurus anymore, he's at Kills. AW. Christian is TNA, TNA Christian. He's a main eventer. Yeah. He's a star. Yeah, definitely. He's not WWE Christian. Definitely. They're two completely different Christians. We're backstage and Batista is flirting with Christian me and Stacey Keebler. Gets them all wet. Um, now then. He has a sip of uh, what looks like Simon system. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he's, he's on ready. it. <laughs> he's on it. And he heads towards the ring as we see Palmer Cannon and Teddy Long. They bring out Batista. Batista says he needs a new number one contender. So, Teddy, network guy, who's it going to be? Uh, Long is ready to announce someone. It sounds like it's going to be Rey Mysterio, but nope. Cannon jumps in and says that Eddie Guerrero is your new number one contender. And Eddie comes out and he says, last week he finally beat Rey, and now he has a new addiction, respect. It's all about honour, love, and Batista is greatness, but they won't be any hate and no mercy. They're going to have a great match, but I'm going to win the belt. And then we're going to be friends. And they have a weird hug. Very awkward. <laughs> friends don't shake. Friends got a hug. That is it. Oh, Eddie. Friends don't shake hands. Friends got a hug. Give me a hug. What's going on? I have, well, the, the new and improved Eddie Guerrero. Look at the face of Guerrero. Eddie says there's no more heat left in him, but... I don't know, you never know where Guerrero's coming from, but he says he's no one improved, Guerrero. Well, nonetheless, October 9th, Houston, Texas. 
Batista will meet Eddie Guerrero with the World Heavyweight Championship on the line. This new and improved Eddie Guerrero. Hey, Eddie says, why can't we be friends in battle for the title? Eddie Guerrero says this new addiction is respect, honor, and doing the right thing. I guess time will tell. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, there we go. So, that's the new main event for SmackDown's next pay-per-view, Batista versus Eddie. I yeah. can take that. I can take that, definitely. I'm, I'm looking forward to this yeah, one. Especially heel Eddie, because he can be even more of a cunt than normal. He's going to have to be, because yeah. look at the size of Batista. That's the thing, he's going to have to... He's like... He all the tricks. Let's face it, Eddie only beat Brock because of Goldberg. Yeah, true that. True that. Exactly. But if it was a big heel all Eddie the tricks. against Brock... Against you would have fancied Brock. him. You would have fancied him. He would have smashed him. Yeah, you would have fancied him. Um, tag title time, again. Hydenreich versus Animal. Hydenreich versus Animal. Hydenreich and Animal versus Eminem. And LOD have got Pyro now. They have. And they also win again and by DQ and yeah. they take the belts. And how many more times are we going to have Eminem versus Legion of Doom before Eminem win? How many For more when, times? Until Animal decides, all right, I've had enough now. Yeah. I need to go back to the pub. I, I don't understand. Uh, we see the Ortons and they've got a surprise for The Undertaker in the back of a truck. wonder what that's going to be. Could it be another Orton? Could it be a third Orton? Billy Bob. Billy Bob Orton. Billy Bob Orton. <laughs> As it's time for our next match, it's JBL versus Rey Mysterio. Um, Rey Mysterio is, is springboard moonsault for the quick victory. So, JBL, so we've just lost to Batista in the rematch for the world title in a, in a stip match, which is technically a... A JBL more stick match than it yeah. is a Batista, so you should think the match that won him the title. Yeah, um, and now he's just lost to Ray. Now Ray was obviously in Teddy Long's mind for number one contender, so it's not that big of a loss because you're still losing to someone that the that boss thinks that you're a main eventer. But I feel like JBL losing straight away after losing the world title rematch that's knocking JBL well down the pecking order. Good, well down the pecking order. But Ray with new music. Mm. The Booyaka 619, but not the one win now. Yeah. Does that mean we are going to push him into the main event picture? Um, we're backstage in Teddy's office, and we've got Nunzio and Vito, and they want to know why they're not wrestling. Okay, I'm cruiserweight champion. No one... <laughs> because I don't know if you've looked around, Nunzio. There's not many people around here that are your size anymore. <laughs> you've got them Mexicans, but they're nasty bastards, and you're a nasty bastard, so they can't, you can't be fighting them. I mean... You got Mexicans. They've got two. He's got two bodyguards. You've got one bodyguard who's just could be the size of two of them. Yeah. Um, so Eddie has an idea. He goes now. Then Cannon. He wants to fight. He's saying I'm not fighting. Batista needs a match. <laughs> so so tonight we're gonna get Batista versus Nunzio. Smart Eddie. Get get your opponent for the pay per view tied up. Up next, Mr. Kennedy. Kennedy versus Jackus Pliskin. No idea. Jack Pliskin. Didn't recognise this one. Didn't recognise this one. Not at all. Um, I know the name Pliskin. Escape from New York and Escape from LA. Okay. A solid. No. I think it's always been a bit overrated. You think? I kind of liked it. I, did I like him? I liked him it, when he made I his like, return his from gimmick. injury. It's so, the whole, Mike comes down. Yeah. My name is me. No, my name. I, yeah, I liked him in, um, when he got fired. Do you know when he made his return when they had the basketball theme match? Yeah. And it was Lakers versus whoever it were, and he made his return to make it five on five. So it was like, oh, we need a fifth man there. Kennedy! And his music hit. And that, that was probably the only time that I think I ever popped for Mr. Kennedy in his last match. 
I just, I obviously got liked about him was the whole I'll do my own introduction. Yeah, his gimmick. That got him over. Yeah, yeah. The gimmick definitely got him Take over. Take that away. Yeah, he's just a, a skinny hide and rag. Yeah. <laughs> um, shit to tattoos. Up next, Batista versus Nunzio. Non-title. Vito Batista wins the law. Uh, Nunzio wins. <laughs> no. Eddie's out watching from the stage. Um, Vito tries distracting. Nunzio does get a little bit of offence in a drop kick, a couple of other moves, but nothing that's ever going to rock the champ. Obviously, the champ gets the win. Um... Yeah, I suppose it, it put Nunzio on TV, give him something yeah. to do, but he's one of your champions and he's doing fuck all with your one of your championships. Yeah, forget about <laughs> forget it. Forget about <laughs> his whole career. Forget about it. Forget about it. He's going to be a referee in a couple of years. Forget about it. All right, we see JBL backstage. He has a secret meeting with old fucking facial features uh, because he needs her assistance. So this starts with... Amy Weber 2.0. Yes, I think so. We need some weird bitch. Uh, we need Bogeyman to come and bite a face. <laughs> it can't be far away because we've not had any Bogeyman. He's coming promos. We've not. We've not had a single one. And this is the last smackers. He's probably edging himself. He's, he came. <laughs> it's quite simple. As soon as Julian appeared on TV yeah. with that thing on her face... Yeah. That's when they stopped. He got to end up video where Plumber fixed tap. <laughs> you watch lot. <laughs> Always wondered me if they ever do a job that they're actually coming for. Like, oh, my tap is broke. Oh, woo, woo me. It's like, I'll sort it, don't you worry. Da, 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 da. I always feel sorry for pizza delivery guy. Like, does he get fired for not getting paid? <laughs> Taking payment? Yeah, but what happens like, He gets back to, to yeah, but, take away, like, where's the money? It's like, <laughs> I got yeah. something better than money. It's like, he, you're fucking fired. Yeah, but mate. he gets back to takeaway and he's only gone round corners to drop a fucking Donna kebab off and a portion of chips. And he's been 45 minutes. Where have you been? Do you know what I mean? There's food going cold, customers are complaining. Where have you been? I got my end away. Who gives a fuck? You're fired. You're fired. No bed. Main event time. Undertaker versus Randall Keefe. Um, old school's broken up. Um, Orton headbutts him so hard that he fucking staggers himself. It's a great one. Um, Suplex plants Undertaker. Orton calls for his dad to bring the truck. Um, Undertaker, he sits up on this to get DDT back down. The truck comes in to reveal a casket. Undertaker, he teases sending Orton into the casket. But once he opens the casket, the fucking Undertaker's there. Did you get shares of uh, Bill to Mania 12? Yeah, yeah, we were teasing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last five attempts, only to have the referee get bumped. Uh, RKO gets a two from a second ref. And the chokeslam connects um, with Bob pulling the ref out. Another RKO is countered and the tombstone finishes Randy Orton finally in what was probably SmackDown's best, best match. match of the whole fucking series. Because that, that had, even though we've had main event worthy matches, that was, was kind was of the... a, a main event calibre worthy match. That actually felt like a main event match with the false finishes and interference and in bringing the fucking truck with the casket it's and shot mannequin. The twist. And, yeah, that, I thought was, that was brilliant. Um, so yeah, that was smack of the down. How Fuck, I want to this match aside from everything else in this episode. Mm. Oh, no, 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 that's not how it works. You have to rate it collectively. We know how the rating system works. I know how the rating system works. Because <laughs> this match was great. Our rating system is about as bollocks as Mel says. Every single rating system is. It's one person's opinion. <laughs> I know, yeah. But anyway, how many mavens? Uh, two. I want to get 2.5 because uh, the main event. I said, we, we, we're making progress with Kennedy. Um, I feel like 
Eminem and uh, Legion of Doom, that needs to come to a conclusion. Eventually. That should have ended the second week. Yeah. Um, the Benoit stuff, yeah, it, probably not as funny this week. because He didn't have any. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he but, didn't have any. But he was still involved with uh, Orlando, so I feel like they're still going to have one more match maybe. Um, but I feel like we're getting close to the best of seven with Booker and Benoit. Benoit. And, yeah. I think that starts at No Mercy. Oh, does it? Okay. All right. So, yeah. so But, yeah, um, overall... I'd say SmackDown edged it, edged it just. Just. Because they had that mm. one pay-per-view worthy yeah. Ma- uh, night. Yeah, I think that... If they, if they didn't have that and they just had a normal SmackDown, then I feel like... Raw started off really fucking yeah. strong. SmackDown... This has been the best build of the SmackDown... The best set of SmackDowns yeah, we've yeah. watched yeah. this year. Because for, for me... Up till, till this month, Raw's always won. Yes. Yeah, I think that Raw always wins. Yeah, SmackDown has turned, Smackdown, SmackDown turned... I do agree SmackDown on. wins this. Yeah. I feel this like build. SmackDown at the minute's got the better quality talent on there. Do you know what I mean? I know Raw's got Michaels, they've got Flair. But SmackDown's they've got, they've got Edge, angle. they've got Cena Angle. Edge. Yeah, yeah Edge. But SmackDown, I think, with Ray, Eddie, Batista, Batista, Orton. Yeah, I feel like the list, they've got a, a vast roster. You've got Rising Star in Kennedy. Yeah. But obviously, Raw's got the Rising Stars in Colleen or Masters. Do you know what I mean? But, I'd, 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 yeah. Raw's I'd got on Kennedy, but I'd still yeah. go with Kennedy over Raw, them too. Raw's got, would you rather have Snitsky and Big Show on your show or rather have the Mexicals? Que pasa, man? Would you rather have... Trying to trying to think of someone to come there. Would you rather have a William Regal and Paul Burchill or Trevor Murdoch and Lance Cade? Regal and Burchill. Regal and Burchill. <laughs> Smackdown's a bit. Would you rather have... Maybe because of Regal. <laughs> would you rather have the Heartthrobs or Funaki and Scotty Too Hottie? Turn it up. <laughs> Number one announcer. So then, that was Roman Smackdowns. What is up next then? It is Unforgiven 2005. Let's run down the card for the WWE Championship. It is John Cena versus Kurt Angle. For the WWE Intercontinental Championship, it is Carlito versus Ric Flair. We've got Shawn Michaels versus Chris Masters. We've got Edge versus Matt Hardy in a cage. We've got Big Show versus Snitsky. We've got the WWE Tag Team Championships with Hurricane and Rosie versus Caden Murdoch. We've got Shelton Benjamin versus Kerwin White. And we've got Trish Stratus and Ashley Massaro versus Victoria and Tori Wilson. So, Big Show, Snitsky is just a normal match. Yes. Oh, fuck. That means they're going to <laughs> Tabby Tuesday. I hope that that, oh, when they have the, uh, the, the stipulation. That's the hardcore uh, match. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, so- fuck off. <laughs> Do do right? Do you open the show with Michaels versus Masters, and then have semi main in the continental title? No, no. I think no. I think I'd go Michaels Masters, Benjamin White, IC match, Divas match, tag title match, Big Show Snitsky, Edge Matt Hardy, John Cena Kurt Angle. Edge Hardy semi-main, yeah. Mm. Obviously, WWE title main event. <laughs> yeah, of course. But I feel like you have to start with Michael's Masters. Yeah. 
or Carlito Flair. Benjamin White. Yeah, they but, could get. But you've got if you think you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight matches, um, and you've got th- three of them are for titles. So you eight could, matches in two hours and forty-five minutes. You could space it out. Well, two hours and forty-five minutes. Cena angle is going to be a including entrances. That's going to be a forty-five minute. Include entrances and celebration at the end. Yeah. Collie or Flair is going to be fifteen. Fifteen to twenty. Yeah. Michael's Masters. Exit. Michael's Masters. Fifteen to twenty. Edge Matt Hardy, I reckon that'll have half an hour. Yeah. Big Show Snitsky, five minutes, ten minutes. <laughs> Tag Championship, 15 minutes. Benjamin White, five minutes, ten minutes. Divas, five minutes, ten minutes. I feel like this is going to have a bit of filler on it. But on that note, this has been the Unicycle to Unforgiven 2005. I've been Dave, that's been Big Sexy. As always, Michael, let them know where they can find us on all the social medias. On all forms of social media, we're on Twitter, Facebook. Well, it's not Twitter no more, it's no, X. X, we're on the X. Suck X. <laughs> so, yeah, all right. Insta, what else are we on? Can TikTok. TikTok, we're on the talk. We're TikTok on, on, on the, the cock. <laughs> You're so gay. We're on the peacock. <laughs> on the cock. And yes, our era podcast, of course. And if you want to support the show and get access to a boatload of bonus episodes and video versions of all our episodes on our timeline, you can support the show over at patreon.com forward slash RE era podcast. But on that note, this has been the Unicycle to Unforgiven. I've been Dave, that's been Big Sexy. Until Unforgiven, peace out, people. Ding ding. <laughs> Ruthless aggression. Sit right here and bide my time. As long as it takes to get what's mine.